everybody. This is The Ungrown Ups. I'm Matthew, and across from me is Ryan. That's me. And this is our 80th episode, otherwise known as... The 80th episode. Or episode 80? I don't know. We keep fucking that up. I think it's... Yeah, it's the 80th, the 80th episode. It is... We've made it this far. Yeah. I need an echo behind that. I wonder if I have that. I don't have that. Just do 80, 80, 80. Oh, 80. And we need like eighty, like nineteen eighty sound effects, like pew pew, all the lasers and. <laughs> well, we do have our eight bit intro. That's that's eighties enough. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. I'm not obsessed with the eighties. Well, I mean, I, I was raised in the eighties. I guess. I mean, yeah, but like I appreciate the eighties, but there's people that are like you know obsessed with the eighties. Yeah, which is. It's a little much. But I guess it all depends on when you kind of came of age, right? I mean, for me, the 90s is more yeah, more familiar, but that's that's when junior high and high school was. So it's it's just that much more comfortable. What's weird and what kind of blew my mind the other day is I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, I got my license in 2003. And you're like, all right. And then you realize that was 20 years ago. Yeah, I was at the uh, place buying a four pack of craft beer, as I often sometimes do. Often the place? Sometimes. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, like, and it's got the 21 and up it calendar. Had the, you can buy beer, given yeah. this day, digital one, mm-hmm. 2002. Yeah, isn't that weird? If you were born on this day in 2002, happy 21st birthday, what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's what is weird is because mentally you go, oh, yeah, the 90s. That was just like 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's not 20 years ago. No. Well, and what's crazy about it, I was thinking about this is my shower thought yesterday was I am now closer to 60 than to 20. Ew. Yeah. You too, buddy. No, but you're older than me. So it doesn't matter. No, no, you're, it, you're older nope, than me. It does not matter. Yeah. Is no, that no. not terrible? You're probably like a couple weeks closer. So you're still. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's still like I thought like, oh, God. And why did I have this thought? That is I, a, you know, why? How did it even come to mind? Were because you... I saw the thing. Oh, the, the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was is, yesterday. It is crazy when you start to do some of the math around like years and age and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Like Grayson will graduate high school in in a couple of years in 2028 which seems like a huge number that's kind of distant but then you realize it's five years away nope don't like it yeah it's just it's the weirdest thing and then of course you see especially usually 48 yeah i hate that but in like usually around june like you know when, when or may june when kids are going and graduating from school and stuff you'll start to see like kindergartners graduating that's weird to me by the way it's totally weird i don't know if but you'll see it. this you'll see them holding signs like class of 2052 oh, or something yeah. and you're that's like oh so holy bizarre. shit like yeah. man do i have to be around in 2052 that's my question we'll be old right i would assume so still on growing up but i don't we'll know just be f- old what it when is that that's for 30 30 19 years 19? 29 years i don't know math that's just uh, yeah that's just a far far Yep. Oh, boy. Just uh, anything beyond like the next couple of months is just too far out. Oh, dude, seriously. Especially with, I feel like the last few weeks have just been really busy. There's always something going on. It's like we're recording early today because there's something going on today. There was this, uh, a thing yesterday. So I went uh, yesterday morning, met some people to do a deal. I sold some stuff to somebody and then went to my nephew's baseball game, ran home, took a shower, and then went to Nitro Rallycross. So it was like a full day. Did you really need a shower before Nitro Rallycross? 
Um, for my for my own peace of mind, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that reason. But yeah. I don't think the, the crowd would I'm really sure, notice. I'm sure Yagi-san would not have been stoked on it. Wh- what was it like? Is it just bleacher seating, or how is the? Uh... Yeah, it was all. I'm for the most part GA, and it's not. I guess if you were at the top of the bleachers, it's cool. But we stood kind of at the. F- you were at the, the bottom, fence. it seemed like, because like, yeah, we stood at the bottom and leaned up against the railing. They have like a return road okay. right from the course, and we just stood right there because. The, the bleachers were pretty full. The, it was actually surprisingly full. The the footage that I saw that you, you posted on social media is basically like a black chain link fence. Yeah, it's like, like a safety fence. Right. Yeah. And then you're, it seemed like a good Probably like, like 10 or 15 feet away yeah, from that. from yeah. that. And yep. then you have what I'm assuming was bleachers behind you. So yep. that, then it was just like, not very. It's it, not a good spectator. Sport? Uh, no, I would say the venue is not great for spectators because you can't really. I mean, like I said, unless you're at the top of the bleachers, you, you can't, can't see, see the whole, whole course. Yeah, and everybody was up there. And where we were standing, so with Rallycross, there's a huge gap on one of the jumps. And that's you, where everybody gets air. Yeah, you really couldn't see the gap. It just looked flat from where we were. Oh. Until you saw a car go through the gap and then fly. I think is the way the track went. Um, anyways, it was cool. I did, so the big, they're called, I think they're calling them. And this was Class the finals. E. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, it's stupid. Today. It's three days of finals. And when's the final final? This afternoon? Today, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it was Class E is what they're calling it. They're electric vehicles manufactured by the Swedish company. Um, so they're all spec, right? They're all the same. Right. Um, Except for livery. More yeah, or less. right. But I mean, they're they're pretty rad. Like we got to go. I got was up pretty close with the Vermont sports car guys and got, you know, poke around and play with the car and look at all the stuff in it. And it's pretty, pretty cool, man. It's impressive. What's the suspension setup? Is it completely from scratch or is it based on some sort of production car suspension? No, it's or? all from scratch. It's all custom. And then are they swapping batteries between heats? No, they have big chargers. Okay. Yeah, there's some massive chargers that they're running. It would, But what it looks like to me is that those chargers were charged elsewhere. So it's basically a giant battery pack okay. that charges the, right? So they're transferring from one to the other. Because um, there were no, I didn't hear any like diesel generators gen- or anything like that. Um, so there was that. There was a class 11, I think it's called, which is Baja Bugs. Okay. They ran those. They have a side by side class. And then they have the old. I guess old-ish equivalent to what the supercar rallycross cars were, where they kind of like look like Fiestas. Okay, um, and those, those sound amazing. What a what what's a race look like? Is it like twenty lap heat? No, is it a twenty minute free for all? Like no, what is it? So that was disappointing. It was like four laps, and then the the final was six laps. It wasn't very. Oh. They're really short races. Yeah. Um, is that? because of the battery or is that it might just... be part of it but i also think that just the format i was gonna say were the other races like the class 11 and they're the all stuff? basically the same they're all really short and yeah. they're just really they're just short sprints which is cool the thing that is interesting so it's they call it nitro rallycross but um obviously it's pastrana's deal the um there is no like to me traditional rallycross has pavement and dirt yeah and this is all dirt well it's at glen helen well yeah so but it's, I, it's from what i understand venue. all the tracks are kind of the same or like they did, uh, I think Montreal was frozen. That was on ice. Okay, so there's a slight variation. Apparently there were 20,000 people a day at that one. It oh, was two shit. days and it was totally sold out. This one was not totally sold out? No, there's no way. Yeah, I couldn't I mean, give you an estimate of how many people were I, there. I but. saw a decent amount of like ads for it in social media. And I got a couple of emails you know, saying tickets are available. And I, I contemplated it. But one, Glen Helen is in a very scenic spot. No, but you know, for me... I had no no outlay from a money point right. of view, and I was driven there. So oh was, shit, yeah, it was yeah. fine at that point. <laughs> yeah, 
I you paid, were just a carpool dummy. I paid twenty four dollars to have two beers. All right, yeah, so it wasn't bad. Terrible, and it was funny, like running into between myself and one of the guys I went with, like all the random people that we ran into and knew. And well, that's the thing is, like you, we were talking about yesterday, is is the all of these automotive industries are, are kind of small if you're within the industry, right? As a spectator, as a fan, it's not quite as as cozy. But like when I go to like the SEMA show, yeah. or if I go to some sort of industry events, I'm running into people that I know. Right. And that's kind of almost the the fun of attending. It's not so much to see the new stuff, it's just to see buddies you haven't seen in a while. What is always funny, too, when you're talking to somebody, uh, like let's just say Travis, right? You're standing there talking to Travis, and like he walks away, you're done with your conversation, he walks away, and the people around you are like, what? How, do you, how did you talk to him? Well, he's a human being, and we just happen to be standing here. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, you know. it's not that big of a deal. Right, and he's with VSC, so right, you you end up with talking. That. We know those folks who know, and then yeah. one of my friends worked with Travis for a while, so it's just yeah, it was funny though. So the guy that does um, Jared Deanda is the voice of uh, Formula D. Yes, and I, I forgot about Nitro Rallycross to be honest with you. And so you know Jared. Well, so we were. I was hearing. I was like listening. I'm like, that sounds like Jared. Yeah. Does Jared do this? And I looked. Sure enough. Did you text him or something? Or? Well, so I sent him a note. I was like, hey man, I for, totally forgot. Cool, you're here. Whatever. And he's like, yep, I'm here. And I figured out where the announcing booth was because it wasn't even looking the track. They were watching on monitors. From oh, okay. The, like interior. Yeah kind of area and i walked over and you know walked up said hello and obviously he's working right yeah, yeah. he turned around and like you know the whole whole hello thing and the bro shake or whatever you want to yeah. say and he like shouts out on the pa and you know there's people there were like half the people were like who yeah. and then other people were like oh yeah i totally know who that is yeah like, trying like, to impress their friends no you don't yeah it was pretty funny but full names like yeah and ryan capillage in the building but well, it was really funny nice yeah so that's always like that always makes me laugh because Again, unless you're one of the 35 people, yeah, right? You're not going to know. You have no idea. So it's funny. What was the uh, parking lot like walking up to the venue? Is it all so Subarus? That, is it all... No, it was a mix of... There's a lot of bro trucks. I was going to say bro dozers. Yeah, but yeah. what was weird was... Okay, so we're going into the venue, and have you been to, Have you been out there? The last, It's a really long drive to get into it. Yes. Yeah, so the last time I was at Glen Helen was for Cal Jam. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was back in like 2019. It's been a yeah. while. So it's a really long one lane road, basically, that goes into it. Goes next to Evoc, which is the adva- the driver training thing for the sheriff's department. Okay. The and so they were doing their, yeah, yeah, they were doing their simulated car chases. Why do you have the sirens on? You're not doing anything for real. Turn them off. Really annoying. Anyways, so we, uh, the line wasn't moving, wasn't moving, wasn't moving. And all of a sudden it just starts to move. Yeah. And we're like, that's weird. And we get, and the, there's a split one parking lot, two parking lots. And they wave us into this secondary parking lot, which is fine. Cause it was right there. Yeah. But we didn't end up paying. We, oh. there was no parking fee. It was really weird. So we just parked and walked on in. There was a brand new Corolla GR with a uh, Toyota of orange plate frames on it. Oh, nice. A white one. It looked freaking rad it's a decent looking car it's cool looking and then the so but toyota I, of orange my buddy just he's the service director over there did you they, see him there no but they just did he posted last night they did a pdi on a marizzo vision uh, version Ooh, that's the fixed one. rear windows no rear seat like the full tilt a four-door car that yeah the there's the, no back seat right pretty rad it's basically a little rally car it's interesting yeah. I, I i think what what makes it interesting is the fact that the they didn't really do anything other than take out the back seat and throw some carpeting over. Kind of, like, they make a little flat like shelf where the seat was. Yeah, and it's carpeted, but it's such. I don't know, it seems like such a weird low buck 
thing to do. But I mean, you're you're trying to make the car lighter, so of course. Yep, that's all it's about, right? It's their track version. Yeah. Of the car. So, anyway, so that was cool. Saw that. Um, there was a rad. Uh, I would say OJ era Bronco. Okay. But they had glassed the back and the front. So that big fender flares on the back and the front, full suspension. It was a really cool looking truck. Nice. So there were some cool stuff. Um, yeah, it's always fun when you go to like an automotive event and just kind of walking through the parking lot to see yeah. kind of what's there. But for the most part, it was exactly what you expect. The dude leaving, there were so many idiots like blowing their train horns and revving their diesels. And like, bro, just stop. What time did it all get over at? So it was short. It was four to like nine. It wasn't oh. a very long event. Um whatever because when i looked into the when i looked into the event schedules like there are gates open like at noon or something so i figured it was going to be like an all-day thing but i guess you could be there early but nothing's going on in terms of track action well i guess they only open from what i understand yesterday they opened the gates at three so it was only open an hour before the oh shit yeah yeah so it was all it was bizarre but i mean it was cool to again to see those cars are they're pretty neat um i think the there's a lot of stuff that i think they'll be able to do um you know, as it's, they a, it's an interesting series because I looked at some of the pictures and they kind of look the the design for these e-racers is kind of like yeah. a generic. It kind of reminded me of like the Volkswagen. It looks sort of like the Rally Fighter. Yeah, to, a little bit of the Rally Fighter yeah. and a little bit of like the ID4 kind of kind mixed of, together. Yeah. And the logo, I can't I can't remember the name of the company that makes them, <laughs> but their logo basically looks like a FootJoy logo. It's like uh-huh. an F and a J yeah. nested. Interesting. It's bizarre. So anyways, but yeah, I mean, the car, the pieces come from kind of all over the place, but they're using, they're pretty rad. So it's a three-speed transmission in the rear, single up front, four motors. Oh, wow. Two battery packs. At, I don't know at what the, the wheel, kilo. like each wheel. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, that's the, well, no, because they have half shafts. Oh, okay. But the. Two motors if feeding into each differential. I maybe. guess, yeah. yeah. And then the way they've got the. Um, the battery packs is pretty interesting. I'm not sure what the kilowatt hours is, but they're running a 900 volt architecture, so they can dump power through those things pretty fast. Interesting. And they were apparently they're having issues with certain things breaking because probably all that torque. Yeah. yeah. Does it sound like just remote control cars running out on the track? No. You know what? Like they're the remarkably whirring. quiet. What you really do hear is a lot of crunching. Okay. And like, I didn't yeah. know if it was like gear noise or just like the electric, no, not electric really. motor you, wine or anything. I thought that was a lot quieter than I expected. It's also hard to tell because there was like a speaker every two and a half feet and it was so freaking loud. Just and every music. single announcer was, well, not everyone, but they had like some field announcer guy. Yeah. He was screaming into his microphone. It's like, dude. Because that's got to be an interesting thing because like usually when you go to a, a racing event, it's just the 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 vehicles themselves are the loudest part of the experience. A lot of the EV, like the EV race cars and stuff have a pretty cool sound. To yeah. Them. I've heard a couple, but yeah. I've never heard them in a large scale race. Like right. I'm, I'm hearing one or two, sure. you know, go by at a time or whatever, but not a whole swarm of them. Right. No, it, it wasn't very loud. Interesting. You heard more like the very first race we saw. So, um, we got, we missed the first heat. So basically Pastrana won his first heat and didn't have to race until the finals. Right. Um, but the second heat we saw, like there's a jump right in front of us in one car, just right into the back. So you the could hear car, all that. And you just hear the crash and the carbon yeah. just, oh, that was, yeah, that was kind of hard. And then somebody had a flat and you could hear it go around. Like, yeah. Did you walk away with souvenirs? No, 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 no. No? No, I probably could have grabbed something, but. Yeah, but why? Yeah. Because we were all, I mean, we were behind most of the transporters. Okay. For a lot of it. Because we just. Yeah. Again, you. You know people. Yeah, so we went back it, there. It's one of those things where it's nice like, because that's where the clean toilets were. <laughs> that is always the worst part of any race event is just the 
I don't know how it gets to that point, but just the the abysmal porta potty situation. I mean, you can be there like an hour after the event well, you open. Pump, you pump that much Coors Light through somebody, but that's just piss. You yeah. can you should be able to hit the target pretty easily, and yet, uh, yeah, I think it's like I think it's that mentality of it's not mine to clean up, it's not my place, I don't care. But I don't, which is terrible. Yeah, it's just also I, how do they get poop on the ceiling? Yeah, I, I don't get it. There's so much that I just don't understand about those. Yeah, it's about gross. human, well, yeah, <laughs> about yeah, human yeah, nature. Yeah, but on the EV thing, so also third this past Thursday, yeah, um, I actually had Polestar bring a car to my house. Yeah, just for a test drive. Yep, and I spent well, and it sucked because it was pouring rain. But spent so with a this last Thursday or Thursday before, whenever it was pouring rain on a Thursday. It was probably the Thursday before. Yeah. Okay. I whatever time. It's is been raining. Yeah. Quite a bit, but it was um, not this past Thursday. So at any rate, so they brought the car out, and I got to spend you know about forty-ish minutes driving around wherever I wanted. How does that dude. work? They just show up. They show up. You fill out some sign a thing that I don't even remember what it what was on it. He asked a couple questions. Release the liability, and you drive around. He's like, wherever. I don't care. Do you sit in the front passenger, yeah. rear passenger? No, front. And we talked. So that it turns out the dude that brought the car was super cool. Um, yeah. He's actually a three gun instructor as well. Okay. So we talked about a bunch of that, like shooting and Keanu Reeves and all kinds of random yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then um, the car itself, though, it is, I mean, it's a Volvo. Yeah. So the interior materials are beautiful. The car's amazing. It's very much like a cockpit in yeah. the Pulsar 2. Really comfortable car, drives great, handles well, has the shittiest piano black on the steering wheel oh yeah like it is so bad i've been in a polestar one and so i don't know dramatically how much different the polestar two is Mm -hmm. and you just get in you're like this is okay like it's not and i don't know why if it's just a jaded expectation but you get in there you're like this is fine yeah it wasn't like oh holy cow this is amazing it was just like all right this is i did not expect the level of nice and the material qualities that this was and the textures. Yeah, but Volvo's always had a decent job at that. Yeah, but this was like well, Volvo not Plus, I would say. Yeah, not always. I would say within the last like decade. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But this was like a little bit step up, and I appreciated that they used different textured materials in a really thoughtful way that felt like it was cohesive. Okay. Not just a bunch of shit put just together. Just an afterthought, yeah. Like even the, like the A-pillars had almost a denim sort of texture to them. Like a tweed fabric kind, kind of thing of. it was it was cool nice and it was a nice car the thing it's quick obviously drives beautifully so when the guy is coming obviously he's not going to be entirely familiar with the area so it's for the test drive there's no route you no he literally go. just goes wherever like what do you want to do so you go through the drive through no we just some... went i mean it was pouring so we just like went on the freeway unfortunately the freeway was useless because it should was... have gotten some tommy burgers and yeah, chili right. cheese dogs get no, in the so car. We, we went to uh just like cruised around, did a couple back streets so I could do like, you know, see some acceleration, see yeah. how that kind of stuff was. Went, actually drove by my sisters and honked and waved. Uh, it was funny later. I asked her and she's like, yeah, oh, that was you? That's pretty Asshole. funny. Yeah, right. Um, no, so it was it was cool. I really liked that. And then, um, you know, the, was a Kia just showed pictures of the EV9. Right, which is kind of looks like the electrified version of the Telluride SUV. But more angular, angular and origami-ish. Yeah, I, if you will, it's interesting. Like I, I don't hate it. I, but, but I don't care for the mismatch between the exterior and interior styling. Like the outside is very the angular. interior is too soft. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the outside, if you look at it, it's got just tie back to Volvo. 
XC90 elements to the back end of it. Oh, it's yeah, got, the, the right? rear taillights, yeah. Yeah, for sure, and that kind of three-quarter rear view. Um, but the car, if that's really what it's going to look like, those it's angles in production, yeah. that's pretty bitching. The wheels look terrible, though. The wheels are awful. Those are terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, the, the two-wheel options they look I saw online were basically like a, a really chunky four spoke that looked like a, a fat plus it's like the and then an uh, awkward three spoke that four spoke almost reminds me of those old shitty honda wheels yes. that look like uh the record player insert uh-huh. kind of yeah they're, they're that bad yeah. but if anybody's listening from the aftermarket wheel business why aren't people making aftermarket aero wheels oh. lightweight aero wheels yeah. for these ev cars that would make sense. It would make total sense. Although, or make a wheel with like like a lot of the, you know, the Lucid, the Tesla, they have the inserts. Yes. That you can take out. So a cool looking wheel, arrow bolt on. Right. Come on, people. If I if it's anything like what I've seen, those wheel companies would make bank because for whatever mm-hmm. reason, EV drivers cannot keep their wheels off the curb. Yeah. <laughs> like well, literally you walk through a parking lot and, and, and maybe this is just... I mean, in Southern California, the Tesla has literally the become the California Camry. Yeah, there it is. And I'm noticing that a lot of the the worst drivers on the road often are in Teslas. Did I tell you I actually told the guy that I liked his Camry? <laughs> he did not find it as amusing as I did. And I don't know if it's the car that's being a shitty driver or the driver being a shitty driver. Or both. Or both. Yeah. But, like, even this morning, like, driving over here to see you, there was uh, a, a guy in a Tesla Model Y that was doing, like, 20 under the speed limit in front of me. Well, because you got to get the mileage, bro. And then I was trying to get onto the onto the toll road, and then so he went over, and then he decided at the very last second, no, I don't want to be here, and then signaled to change over lanes when there was no... I mean, good on him for signaling. Yeah. But he was apprehensive, like, there was somebody in the left lane, uh-huh. and there wasn't. You're right. It was the Thursday before, by the way, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, and, and the reason how I know is that Thursday, I was still in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, it's been a while, but I, I spent right. I spent a week in Japan. And so, I flew home on March 10th. On on Friday, March 10th, I flew home. And, and in Japan, it was actually sunny and warmer than it was here. Of course it was. And when I landed at LAX, it was pouring. Yeah, and then you had to grow and Home and then back to L.A. That's, that's right. what really, really sucked. So I had concert tickets to see Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel. Such an odd combo. And an old combo. Yeah, but I mean, I mean those they're, two they're together is a little strange. It is a little strange. Yeah. And, you know, my, my wife and I, we, we enjoy Fleetwood Mac. We enjoy Stevie Nicks. And we're pretty damn familiar with Billy Joel's greatest hits. So we're like, oh, whatever. Let's go check it out. I mean, when's the next time we'll have a chance to see these old people before they... Maybe kick the bucket. We don't know. Right. So we bought tickets late last summer, and then this trip came up, and so I had to cut the trip short in order to be able to come back in time to attend the concert. So my flight landed at 2 o'clock at LAX, and the concert started at 7 p.m. On a normal day, it's about an hour 15, hour, hour and a half maybe, if you got a little bit of traffic, getting from LAX to my house. Yeah. I left LAX at 3.30 because it took forever to get my bags. It of took course. forever to get to my car. It just the, the customs part wasn't bad, but everything else All the rest sucked. of it, yeah. Right. So I'm in the car at 3.30, and I realize I'm not going to make it home in time to actually have enough time to turn around and come back. So I have my wife meet me in Irvine. So 
At 3.30, I'm driving. I get to Irvine like about 5.15, mm-hmm. grab her, get in the car, turn around, and drive back up to L.A. to go to SoFi Stadium where the concert was yeah. being held. Where is that? I still it's can't right figure it out. It's right next to the Kia Forum. Okay. Or what you the the Great yeah. Western what Forum. used to be the Forum? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's it's right there in basically like it's Inglewood. It is in Inglewood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's deep in suburbia because yeah, it's right. not anywhere close to the freeways. No, no it's not. And it's which not is not at all an astoundingly shitty location for a major traffic venue like right, that. Right. Because thinking like I mean yes we're maybe spoiled by living in Orange County, but stuff seemingly was planned better around here. Because if you think about like Angel Stadium, you think about the uh, the oh, Honda Center. Yeah, both of those are within a stone's throw from the freeway exit. Right. Oh yeah, they're and right. So at the you exit the freeway, you turn, you hit one light, and then you're in the parking lot. Right. In Inglewood, you're about a good twenty minutes from the freeway to the venue, yeah. and traffic is already building up onto the street, so it sucks. Getting that yeah, there's just, no there's no good way in or out of that place. It was horrendous. So we didn't make it inside the venue. The, the concert started at seven. Did you miss Stevie? Not all of Stevie, but we did miss some of Stevie. We made it into the venue like right around like eight o'clock. Okay. So, so we were about I don't know what time she started, but assuming she started exactly at seven, we missed half of her set. Oh damn. By the time we got in. I have never been so frustrated with how fucked up parking and traffic is. And of course it was raining. Right. And that's probably what made it worse. But just thinking about the layout of the venue and the nobody was stopping traffic. Nobody was directing traffic. Oh weird. So it was just a free for all. It was just straight chaos. And because of the fact that it's so far from the freeway, there's people coming around different side streets trying to get to the venue. And then when you get to the venue, it's just pandemonium. Right. And so that's weird. You'd think that they, I mean, that thing's been there forever. You'd think they'd have something down well, for and a plan. The, and the weird thing is, is like, we've been to the Kia Forum before. Yeah. The Great Western Forum. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, we were, and there was a little bit of traffic, but we were able to park. We parked at the Great Western Forum and were able to go see the, the concert that night. This time, I pre-purchased my parking online. Right. And so, the SoFi Stadium because of the way it's set up, it doesn't have like a bunch of parking right around it, but you can park at the forum uh-huh. and walk over. And it's like a eight minute walk. Not uh-huh. that big of a deal. So I, I prepaid for parking at the, at the forum, but just getting over there, getting in there, it just such hell. Yeah. And it's one of those things was like, all right, we're never doing a concert at SoFi Stadium. Yeah, it gets so bad. It gets right. so bad. You just kind of just regret your choices. Yeah. And of course, once we walked in the venue, it was fine. I haven't been there since the Lakers played there. Yeah, and the, and the weird thing is, is like you think about the size of this the the seating. I want to say the Great Western Forum seats like something like seventeen thousand people, right? So it's got parking for seventeen thousand. Right. I don't know how many people can par- or can fit inside the SoFi Stadium, but it is huge. Is it open air? It's open. Yeah, it's not completely open to the sky. The sky is you. You have a roof. Yeah, but the ends of the stadium are open walls oh weird so it was cold in the venue because it was rainy that day right and so the wind is blowing through and stuff and so it was surprisingly uncomfortable but dry at the same time so it was like okay at least it's not we're not being rained on i guess that's a benefit right but you still have the breeze you still have like the the wind coming through when, when it blew so that was odd but that venue is absolutely massive. That was the first time I've been there. I've never been there, yeah. And when you walk in off the street level, you kind of expect to be like 
at the bottom and then you got to go up, you're two thirds of the way up the venue. Oh, it drops in. It drops oh, in. It's into the ground. Yeah. And then there's escalators that aren't seemingly in the most convenient location. So what else did they do with that place? Well, they have football. That's where, like, I think the 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 Rams oh. and the um, oh. uh, the Chargers play. Got it. At at SoFi, so they they have that there, and then it's I guess concerts. They have the Super Bowl there. Um, mm, okay. So it's it's an interesting venue, but when I finally got into my seats, you look up into the nosebleed, and you're craning your head almost vertical to see all the way up. Like, it is insane how many levels of seating there are. And, of course, being Southern California and being a, a modern venue, mm-hmm. it's insane how many suites there are. Like, the private rooms. Oh, sure, sure. Because um, usually, like, when I go to, like, Angel Stadium, it's an older venue. It's, I think it's, like, the fifth or sixth oldest Major League ballpark in the U.S. It's getting there, yeah. And there's basically the club level, the 300 levels where the suites are. Right. Right? It's just that one level. Right. Whereas when you go to Honda Center, there's two levels. I think there's two of yeah, suites. Right. I want to say there was at least four levels of suites in well, the SoFi that. Stadium. Yeah, yeah, they got to get that that, that high money. dollar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that was that was nuts. Huh. But uh, concert wise, it was a Stevie Nicks great performance. Yeah. Billy Joel, he, I mean, it's fine. It was his choice. He played a lot of stuff that was on older albums that weren't hits okay so it was kind of like not the b-sides but it was just stuff that if you were familiar with the album you knew the song right but if you own his greatest hits collection you have no idea you have no idea what it right. is i uh man i've been to a concert in a little bit but actually it's speaking of parking i need to prepay we're going to the hollywood bowl and well not till september but i should probably and that has horrendous parking. oh dude it's awful it's so bad and but it's, and that's a common thing with la dodger stadium Terrible parking. Well, yeah. Dodger Hollywood Stadium Bowl, terrible. terrible parking. Right. You know, SoFi Stadium, terrible parking. It, it's just like a consistency. Yeah, I don't like going to LA if I don't have to. What concert are you seeing? Uh, Death Cab. Okay. So it's Death Cab and Postal Service. Nice. Because it's the same person. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, literally the same guy. <laughs> are you going to cut your bangs and, and uh, wear, wear your best emo? emo? Yeah. No, no. I haven't even cut my F- hair. Fingerless gloves. It's almost time, I think, to cut my hair. Aren't we going for the one year mark? It's been a year. It's been but like we were thinking, a year and a half. Was it July was the goal? To uh, permit? I don't know. I gotta look it up again. But I think I think the We the talked mullet, about this. Yeah, and I don't remember. I keep forgetting. We're going I, for a perm, right? I'm gonna do the mullet perm. And then you, you should and then, wait till Halloween. I can't go that long. Dude, but it's then like, that'd be the perfect costume. It's already down past my like shoulder blades in the back. Yeah, it's pretty damn long. Yeah. And it's not it's it's getting to be a nuisance? There it is. Yeah. yeah. It's more annoying than it's... I, I don't think I could ever grow my hair out long. Oh, like, yeah. Don't do it. I, I am so much of a head sweater that like a, a lot oh, okay. of hair on the top of my head would just make me feel hotter. The back of my neck gets really hot. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't hang. Like Grayson he is growing his hair out. And it, it's that typical junior high phase. Yeah. So he's got kind of like, the, I guess, the the long early Bieber's cut where <laughs> like his bangs are like in his eyes. Sure. like. It, it's about like mid nose length uh-huh. he, with his bangs, and that's the look he's going for. And I'm like, I couldn't hang. I, I would have to cut it short. I I hate hair in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hate the heat, which is like a huge yeah. head of hair. It's always like it sucks because it's always in my face. Yeah, and I can't. It yeah. It Do you have me. a bunch of like uh, bands or scrunchies or whatever? Oh yeah, they're everywhere. I got one. 
on your wrist right now now, yeah because it does it gets hot and you put it up and then yeah yeah i mean the one thing with with wearing hats at least you can kind of keep it back yeah i do i do wear a lot of hats but but it is still trapping heat yes and it gets just to be kind of anyway so it's getting time it's close we're close I just got to figure out the right way to do this. Are you doing the locks of love thing? Or are you? No, I think by the time I do a mullet and permit, it's too late. Like it'll be. You, you'll you kill the hair yeah, for permit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to want that, which is fine. They don't, you know, they don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I need to figure out how to prepay for Hollywood Bowl parking so I don't have to dick with it. But yeah, well, and it was always- that or do I, you know, do I get an Uber? But then you get an Uber and you're in it 200 bucks. Well, and the other thing is, is like, okay, maybe you go down the street, park, Uber, drop off, but then yeah. the the meetup, the parking meetup afterwards, like trying to find the driver, that's where it really turns right. into hell. Yeah, and there, it's just always a, and then you get the what's that, the surge rates and all the rest of it. Yes. It's just stupid. So I've also got another concert coming up with with Grayson. So he, well, yeah, where are you going? He wants to go see Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. Where so, where do you? Get tickets for that's at uh, BMO Stadium, which used to be known as Bank of California Stadium. Where the hell is that? It's right by USC. It's right next to the Coliseum. Okay, so it is a soccer stadium venue that the LA the Football ga- Club oh, okay. plays at. Not the Galaxy. Not the Galaxy. The other one, Got but it. the other team plays. And so, oh, it's, it's right by the Science Center. It's literally it's right there. Right yeah, by okay. The Science yeah, Center. yeah, yeah. And so Grayson has wanted to go to the California Science Center, and so I'm like, okay, maybe we'll make do it a day of it. Day of it. Oh, that'd be good. But. Going back to parking, I can't figure out how that works because the concert venue uses the same parking structures and parking lots as the California Science Center right. and the Natural History Museum and stuff like that. Right. But there's different rates based on the time of entrance and exit. So I need to email the city because it's run by Exposition Park. There's like a government email address. Okay. And say, hey, if my son and I go up there Saturday morning, to go check out the Natural History Museum and the California Science Center. Like you have to move the car? Or how do we pay? Because you get the ticket in the morning. Yeah. And you can pay via app. Okay. So when you exit, you don't have to stop. You just scan, put the card in, and you're good to go. Sure. But they also say that parking is only until 5 p.m. And then that venue parking, like, after 5 p.m. is handled by the concert venue or whatever. So it's like, well, I don't want to leave. I, I want to park. And I want to spend the day there. Right. How do I do that? Maybe so you have to pull another ticket, I guess, and leave the car there. Like that's what I can't figure out. Yeah, that's weird. So I got to email the city to There's figure no out. No way you're the only person that's tried this. Correct, yeah, correct. Right. And I'm not doing it to try to get oh, no, out of, of paying money. Not. But you want to be there all day. Yes. Yeah, right. I want to beat the hassle of of the traffic rush. Yep. And the the thing is, is like you can prepay for parking at at some of these venues, and the prepay parking rate is cheaper. So like when we prepaid for parking at SoFi. It was 50 bucks, which is still a ripoff to park at the Kia Forum. Right. But the day of the event, as you pulled in, it was 80 bucks to park. So I saved $30 by paying online. Can I somehow prepay for my concert parking in that venue? Like, there's too many, like... It's very confusing. Yes! Yeah. And it's, for something as simple as parking a car in a marked spot and handing over money, it's exceedingly complicated because multiple venues are utilizing the same parking facilities. Right. Well, and obviously they want you out by five because they got to clear out for the venue or for the right. concert, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to both. And right. it's like, yeah. I uh, I did just get tickets to see Beck. Oh, yeah? At the Orange County Fair. He's playing the fair? Yeah, Beck in Phoenix at the fair. Isn't that wild? 
That is wild. There was another. I looked at the fair schedule, and it was back, and there was another one that I thought, oh, maybe that'd be kind of fun. But we ended up Revolution's playing for a couple days. No, if thank you, you. Yeah, I know. I've seen them enough just by virtue of them playing the fair every fucking year. Um, Weird Al. I saw Weird Al at the fair back when they used to do the free concerts. Oh, I miss. I missed my chance to see Weird Al for free because I was totally would have gone to see. No, him. it was awesome. It was he did. I think I told you this before. He did costume changes yeah. for every song, and he came out in the fat suit. He's. On tour now, or he was last year, but he was playing his lesser-known stuff, and it was his stuff, none of his covers. So all of his original music, yeah, he was playing. That's and it was more of like a stripped-down kind of basic show. Huh. But I, I kind of wanted him to get back to the costume changes and, and his. I don't more well-known I, hits. I don't know that I know most of his actual songs. I had a bunch of his albums when i was younger like on cassette so yeah but i don't remember any of his like right I, I if you were to tell me ask me to name a song point blank i don't think i could right but i'm sure if i heard it I'd be like okay i know that song oh dwight yoakam is one of the bands that's playing whoever that sticks you go see sticks oh at uh at the fair there's uh x is playing actually which is pretty cool with english beat oh that would be, be all right there's a there's a concert that I just saw advertised, I think it was called High School Reunion. And it's Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Warren G, and some fourth act that I have no Where? idea who the hell it is. And it's in Irvine. Oh, really? And so I'm kind of tempted to go. And I asked Grayson if he wanted to go see, and he was like, no. Huh. A- AJR as well? That would be pretty good. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to go? He does not want to go. So I got to figure out who wants to roll with me to I'd see go Snoop. With you. When is it? It's like in August. It's like the last Sunday in August. I think it is. I would totally go. You want to see Snoop and Hell Wiz? Yeah, go? I want to see Snoop and Wiz. Yeah. We can braid your hair. No, we cannot. That seems inappropriate. You can perm it, throw it. No. Also, uh, so no effects after forty years is calling it quits, and they are doing their final tour. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah, but how many acts have done final tours for like oh, multiple yeah. years? But at this point, like they all kind of are doing other things. And so like real estate and running a fast food. No, franchise. no nothing that weird. Well, maybe I don't remember. That's what exactly. I always that, that that's the thing that always is of interest to me is when you have these acts that are well known. They had a couple of hits, but it's been 20, 30 years since they were big, but they're still touring but you know they're not touring year round. So what are they doing in their off months? Are they real estate agents? Are no, a they- couple that like obviously, as far as no effects goes, like Mike's got a bunch of other projects. He's in another like two other bands. These guys are all in other bands and things. And so um, I still figure they have to have like a regular job. I don't think they're making that no, much no, money to not not these guys. No. You think they're rolling comfortably enough just doing their, their side project gigs? Yeah, and I, I mean, they've never kind of stopped making music either. As no right, effect, but from so. what I understand is, like, they're not making money off albums or, or well, streams. It's the concert yeah, touring Mike owns experience. a record label. Uh, so, okay, so yeah. that that's help. Yeah, but anyway, at any rate, so they're doing that. They're playing, weirdly, they're, San Diego, I think, is the closest uh, show. So we're going to go to that as well. Okay. Uh, I got tickets working with like my buddy Jason. Oh, you know, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're going to go down there and see that. That'll be fun. Cause it, I mean, that's one of my, they're one of my favorite bands. So to see their last tour would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Grace. But they're doing it as one of those beer fest things. Oh, so it's like a combo deal, yeah. which honestly just play your music. Grayson has expressed interest in seeing Metallica. Yeah. Okay. I would like to go see Metallica, which is false. I actually really want to see Pantera. 
Okay. But to get the single night seat for that show is stupid. It's too much money. Yeah. So I don't know that that's going to happen. It, it is interesting just as, as Grayson is, is getting older, what he is kind of interested in music. Music. Yeah. And a lot of it, and it's not like we're forcing it on him or anything, but it, he does seem to kind of gravitate to the stuff that Jeanette and I listen to. Yeah. I mean, I think that's natural. It's around a lot, right? Yeah. So. And, and now that he's in junior high and then soon he'll be in high school, I'm, my assumption is is that's when it pivots and kind of get he'll branch out into something that he finds more interesting. Well, but Metallica is cool again. Like they were in Stranger Things. That is right? true. So there's like they have this new album out, which there was one song I thought was really good, and then they released more songs, and I was like, wow, you suck. Yeah. Give me food. Give me fire. Oh boy. Yeah. But at any rate, you know there there is a lot of good music. There's a lot of good concerts coming up, and I'm looking forward to quite a few of them. And I'm going. And. Super Motocross, which I mistakenly called Super Duper Cross one day because I just couldn't think of the name. Super Motocross? Yeah, I don't know. How is it different than Motocross? I don't know. I I can't figure it out. Uh, I think it's just the series name. But they. Yeah, right. Capes and Flying. They are doing um, their final event, which is in September, I think it is, is at um, the Coliseum. No way. Yeah, and they're doing, I saw the track map. They're going up the stairs oh, out and back right. down. Yeah, so I got tickets for that, and we're sitting by the stairs where we can see them go up and down. It's going to be super cool. What's the difference in terms of riders who participates in motocross versus It's the same motor- as Anaheim. It's that series. But I oh. think I didn't I, I guess that's what they actually call it. I always just refer to it as Supercross, but yeah. apparently it's called Super Motocross. Oh, they just want to put the I, proper name in. I guess so, yeah. But I got frustrated one day and couldn't remember, so I was like, it's Super, super Duper Cross. Cross. So nice. now that's what it is. Super Duper Cross. But that's gonna be fun too because of the up and down the stadium stairs. Nice. So I'm in a lull between trips. So I came back from Japan last Friday. Yes. And then we were supposed to try to meet up Sunday, but then you had a hockey game. I did. And I then I was a game of hockey. Yeah. And I had a little bit of a sinus congestion. So I figured I, I didn't want to get you sick or anything like that. So thoughtful of you. Yeah. Well, cause you were meeting up with older people. Wow. That's right. You were meeting yes. up with somebody's parents. Yeah. And that's stuff, true. So but I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Don't want to, you know, spread the, the sinus pain. Right. And so, uh, hung tight at home and just kind of took it easy and then this thursday I'm, I'm heading up to the bay area heading up to san francisco which will just be are you flying i'm flying Oh, okay at least you don't have to drive i don't have to drive but then so i'll be up there in the city in the city uh right by the bay bridge mm-hmm. uh so walking on the streets will be fun it'll be interesting to see how many smashed car windows they see because i'll be in you know i guess a somewhat touristy part of town so that rental cars are, are like prime target for smashing grabs oh right in the bay area right i was like what are you, what are you talking about here yep so yep. it'll be interesting to see how much of that i see and then so i'm there for a work event but i'm there for 10 days i'm there till like yeah, april 1st a long time yeah but the best part is i fly home on april 1st then on april 2nd i turn around and drive right back up all the way up to portland oregon so, yeah, that's going to be fun, though. I need to get my ass in a car and go to Portland. Yeah. So we're kind of just taking a little bit of a leisurely route on the way up. I want to hit up the, the, the Redwoods north of San Francisco. Have you done the uh, the Avenue of the Redwoods Drive? No. That's, so you need to do that. Okay. That's what yep. we're doing. Yep. That'll be awesome. So wanted to see the Redwoods north of San Francisco and then uh, getting up into Portland. And so right. we're taking three days, I think, to get up there. And then we rented a. That's still pretty quick. Still pretty quick. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, but we rented a uh, awesome little house out in the uh, Portland suburbs. That's along the river, and it's like 
kind of mid-century modern design. It's in the. Are you forest. on the Willamette or you're on the Columbia? I think we're on the Columbia. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, it's the the way the it's it's weird because it's it's two buildings. Uh-huh. It's like the main building and a smaller building. So Grayson gets the smaller building, which is basically just like a toilet in a in a bedroom no, setup. That's cool. And then ours has the kitchen, has a full bathroom, has a sofa. Yeah. And so it's a little bit larger, but I guess combined, it's probably total like a thousand square feet. Maybe oh, cool. Like between a those place. two buildings. Yeah. 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 Um, and they're, the buildings are maybe like 15 feet apart, but they're both facing the river. And so it's dog friendly. So we can bring Pepper with us. And awesome. So we'll hang out and do that up there. And then on the way back, we're just bombing back down and it'll just be a, a two day trip. So basically two eight hour days in the car. Just to get back. Dude, the number of times I've done it in one run. Oh, I know. I've, I've got buddies that go up to Southern Oregon, and they do it in one day, yeah. just nonstop. And yep. it's just like, oh, I can't hang with that. Yeah, I've done here to Portland multiple times. and I. But the one time that I came, which actually the last time I drove up there. Because it's coming 15 back to 16 was, hours yeah. is basically what the drive is. Basically. It was 25 hours for me to get back. Oh, shit. I was chasing that blizzard. That's well, right. Trying to escape a blizzard, basically. Yeah, yeah that that sucked. That and so that, that will be interesting because when we've been talking about the weather, it's been raining. So like last week it rained Tuesday, Thursday, or no, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. The week before it was raining quite yep. a bit when I it's came back. It's supposed to start raining today and then it will, I guess we're getting it bad on Tuesday. Yes, and then it lightens up, I think, by Thursday is the last day of the yeah. rain. We're still supposed to get almost three inches, apparently. That's what's been nuts. Is yeah. when it's you the look volume at the, of rain. It's the volume, yeah. but at the same time, it has been crazy. Like, I look outside, and it's like, okay, it's, it's raining. Yeah. And when you look at the forecast, like, where I was uh, last week, in that two days, in that Tuesday, Wednesday, we got over three inches of rain. Yeah, I mean, which it's is insane for California, especially or for this part of California, I should say. But yeah. at the same time, like there wasn't really a, a whole bunch of negative effects of it. Like there wasn't any flooding like in the neighborhood. There wasn't any flooding right. in the immediate area. Granted, there was rock slides yeah. and, and flooding in other it's spots. Not, well, do you see all the pictures of, like GMR and Angeles Crest? And yes, dude, they're bad. But it's not really what's been happening where we're at. It's what's it's, going on in the mountains where people are literally been stranded for weeks. They're, yes, they're having problems getting out, getting food. The because we're just not set up for it, right? And right? there's only like a handful of snow plows. Yeah. And I think they said Mammoth is getting like ten feet or something. Crazy Have you seen like some that? of the pictures where the snow is touching the chairlifts? Yeah. Like so, and those chairlifts are what, fifty feet off the ground. I have no idea. And it's They're high. it's getting to the cables like it's yeah. that high up. It's yeah. just insane. It's been just gnarly amounts. But and the thing, it's gnarly amounts over a very short period of time. And that's where it's it's getting crazy. So to get this out, I guess what do we have an atmospheric river? They call that's it. That's what they're calling it, which is whatever that means. I mean, I'm no Dallas rains. No, there's but just, who is? There's just a bunch of rain. Yep. And living in Southern California, you kind of enjoy not having a bunch of rain all the time. Like I like the rain, to be honest with you. You lived in Portland, yes, yeah. and I I don't mind it. But when it's <laughs> you know it's dumping, and I've got to put on I luck I still have waterproof shoes and jackets and stuff, but my dogs don't care if it's raining yeah they just go outside anyway so ripley's like no bro we're going for a walk and so like we'll go for you know now we're fording the fucking street because it's flooding yeah right because you the, want to turn around and come back yeah and i'm, the dog's I'm like, cold no. and i'm i don't want to be out here and ripley's like no we're going he literally doesn't care does he splash oh he walks right through everything he has a good time he's just <laughs> like yeah, normal no old, yeah and then he looks like a drowned little rat i wonder what it takes for a dog to realize hey i'm wet because, I mean, obviously, they can, I'm assuming they can feel the. Oh, yeah. And he, he, like, shakes. Oh, okay. He's got a, 
you know, his coat, I mean, he's designed for it, so he doesn't really, he's not cold or anything. He's right. just whatever. He's just wet. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. And then you, now, of course, there's never a towel by the front door. <laughs> Why would right? there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I got to figure out, okay, dude, you stay right there. You tie I'm going to go find a towel. No, he, he's pretty good about it. He'll just sit and wait. He doesn't, like, run around into the house or anything, but it's like, fuck, now I got to dry you off. Oh, yeah. You know, and he doesn't. Do you have to brush him out? I need to brush him more, but he doesn't like. He doesn't get naughty. He, he doesn't. No, he doesn't even get dirty. Like he's the way his fur is like dirt and stuff falls off of him. Okay. He's very much, like I said, he's designed to be an outdoor working yeah. dog, but the, he doesn't dry super fast. He doesn't smell like wet dog. Like, you know, some dogs yeah. smell musky. He doesn't get like that, but he also doesn't completely dry super fast. So you can towel him off as much as you want. And he's, and he's still, still a little damp. And every single time, dude, I'm like, okay, I did a really good job. He goes and finds the wrong place and just shakes everything and, like, you know, soggy dog wets all the... Oh, man. You got to get the blow dryer out. He does not like vacuums, blow dryers. There was something else the other day that was making noise that he didn't... Oh, the Theragun. Oh. He hates it. You got to get him one of, maybe one of those, like, um, warm-up suits, you know, like oh, yeah. the, the dog jackets and stuff. Yeah, right. I'll just get him a... I mean, every like, oh, you get a raincoat. Dude is a dog. Well, even if you get the raincoat, it'll cover his back, but yeah. not his not his chest, his underside, right. and well, stuff. Well, his yeah, and that, he gets really wet because his fur is a little long, yeah. right? So, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but it is pretty funny how he just, you know, he definitely is like, okay, we are going. Pepper, we are not hanging out. We are gonna go. Pepper isn't one to go for a walk in the rain, but she's fine with going out and going to the bathroom in the yeah. rain and coming back in. But when she goes out and it's raining. When she comes back in, she wants everybody to know that it was wet outside. Because she runs in and jumps up and gets on you and is like, hey, I went outside. It was yeah. wet. Oh, like, look at me. I did it. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty and funny. Now you're wet because she went out there. And you're like, of ah, whatever. Yeah, that's all right. So yesterday was a glorious Southern California day. It was 75 freaking degrees. It was awesome. I will tell you, though, while I found it awesome at my nephew's baseball game, I also found it too hot. Like I ended up hiding under a tree. Well, yeah. Because but I mean, it was warm. Yeah, but even... I, I've always well, we went from 50-something to 75. Yeah. Like, last couple of nights, we've actually had the windows open overnight. Just because oh, it was yeah. a it's nice been, breeze. It's been gorgeous. But, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been warm. Right. And then previously, it's, you know, it's in the 40s overnight, so we have the windows closed because it gets a little chilly. But yesterday, because of the weather was so nice, we decided, Grace and I, to take Jeanette's Miata out. Oh, nice. And we did a top-down cruise to the canyon. And I took him to finally experience Birria for the first time. Oh, yeah. Did you go right here? So, yeah, we went down okay. the street to uh, Birria, Guadalajara. Yep. And it's interesting when he, he was just, yeah, it's Did all right. Did get the queso birria? We, yeah, we got okay. the number five and added cheese. So, yeah, it was yeah. A queso birria. It was with the, 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 the fried, consomme. crunchy, yep. yeah, the shells with cheese. And that's my favorite go to. So good. So good. And he was just like, meh. And I don't know if it's like the the hipster teenager thing, kind of just like where you can't. Like he's too cool. Yeah, like eh. you can't be overly excited about anything. So he was just like, yeah, it was all right. I was like, really? This what? is awesome. What's wrong with him? Yeah, that's silly. And uh, we're trying to figure out when his taste buds will kick in and actually express like, oh, because there are certain things where he's he's always interested in. So like, if it's any sort of seafood, yeah, he's all about that. You know, there are certain things where he he does have maybe an advanced palate or a fancy palate, but then there's other times where he just wants nothing but like Chick-fil-A nuggets. Right. 
or like because well, he's still a kid or a hot pocket yeah. right because he exactly a hot pocket no man breakfast hot pocket oh, it's so gross but at least with the breakfast hot pocket it is actual cheese it is actual egg and it is actual sausage all right it's you just, know, uh, you can identify the ingredients. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The rest of it, the yeah, weird, I, I yeah. wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah, the, the mystery meat that's red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be pepperoni. Might be pepperoni. Right, right. Like so that? Yeah, we don't touch any of those. It's just right. the breakfast hot pocket is his go-to. And then you know he likes exotic bagels and stuff like that. But it, it, it What's is an exotic a, bagel. All the weird flavors. What do you mean? Like he'll do like French toast. These are bagels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. French toast bagel. Like this. Never heard of it. There are three bagels. As chocolate as chip I know. bagel. Four. He'll do, um, he's, ha- well, egg isn't all that fancy. He, he's done, That's like, a bagel, there's an egg bagel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. there's a jalapeno cheddar. Oh, that sounds good. So we, the bagel shop we go to has like 20 plus what different is it, bagel uh, Einstein or? No, it's just a place, little mom and pop or, place oh. called Bagels and Brew. Oh, of course. And the brew is coffee, not beer. Yeah, 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 right. Sadly. Which is disappointing. Right. There's an opportunity to actually have real bagels and brew, but a brewery and bagels at the same spot? Speaking of opportunities, sorry, really quick. You got super excited, like almost like no, because this drives me crazy. Okay, Okay. missed opportunities. There, as many people know by listening to this, I live near the Orange Circle. Yes, there are two established barber shops. Yes, okay. Uh, they just opened that pizza place, Big Mike or Big Al or Big Ed or whatever, right next to it. It's where the paint shop used to be. Okay, right next to it. They were putting in another store. Everything was nobody. I had no idea what it was until yeah. the other day when I drove by it. And apparently it's now open. It is now a, a barber shop. It is a block away and across the street from another barber shop. Well, we've, I've talked about this. There's a shopping center by my house that's filled with nothing but salons. But do these people not at all do the look? Do they do a look around? I think some research. Do they give a shit? That's what I can't understand. Because the same thing with the, the shopping center by my house, because yeah. it's got multiple like fitness centers in it it's got multiple barbershop hair like nail salon places yeah multiple yoga places all within the same shopping center it's so weird though my assumption is is they're looking at the population demographics so maybe drawing from the the chapman university crowd well okay so the new one that opened is a fan they all dress old timey and i think they do like straight razor shaves and stuff like that the other one is sort of like a biker barbershop whatever that is they have slightly different themes and then the other one is like old it's been there for literally ever over by felix's yeah but still that's three barbershops in two blocks or whatever it is yeah that's but at the same time there's like you know you can do that with coffee shops and somehow that's oh they have that too right there are 75 coffee shops over here yeah i i I don't get it either meanwhile the only burger place is that ohi place yeah and i've never been there because i it's I've looked at their menu. It's way too complicated. <laughs> like, I don't need that much shit on my on my burger. I, I had a uh, a conversation with with one of my Japanese coworkers. So like we were we went to a, a restaurant when we were in Japan. That's a that's a Mexican restaurant, which is still bizarre. But okay, yeah. the The two brothers that own it grew up in San Diego. Oh, okay. So they worked at their uncle's restaurant. Sure. But they're they're Japanese. They they set it up in there, and it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. Yeah, and. My coworker was super excited about ordering Mexican food in Japan, even though he's had a bunch of Mexican food in the U.S. And the reason he said he was excited, he said there's less choices in Japan, and he likes it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes because sense. Because he says he gets stressed out when he goes to any sort of counter service restaurant and orders at the counter, and he's like, oh, I'll take the, the two taco combo. Okay, well. What kind of meat? What, what kind of, yeah. What right. kind of tortilla? Yeah. And then he's like, okay, 
black beans or pinto beans right white rice or brown rice and he's just like all these choices just fucking stress him out where yeah. he just wants to be able to say <laughs> two chicken tacos and yeah, they'd be done with it that's pretty funny actually and i never thought about that when i was like oh because i kind of like having all these options i want right i want this one spicy i want this plain but and i think for him it's it's the it's the language barrier yeah he can speak english and he does a decent job at it but when he's getting peppered with all these kind of rapid fire questions, right. he's got to think about how he wants to answer. And he didn't prepare ahead of time. Yeah. Cause you don't always know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's funny. Yeah. And I was like, ah, interesting. Well, so sorry. That was a total tangent, but just because of that, you know, the, the thing like that reminded me of poor decisions, I suppose, but the, it's just bizarre to me that this stupid barbershop is there. However, if I ever do decide to get a haircut, I might go there. It looks pretty nice. Because you should of try the old timey experience? Yeah, I like the you know, the straight razor cleanup and the yeah. and when I do cut my hair, it's a skin fade. Okay. So, you know, they do that pretty well, I would assume. Uh but totally back to Beria, kind of adjacent. So this past Friday You was, wanna open a Beria barber? No, that'd be Ooh, dude, if they gave you a birria taco while you're getting your hair cut, I'm in. Uh, no, beer, but they... birria barbers. So you get your beer, you get your taco, and you get your fade. Yes. And you get hair all in your taco. Yeah, that's kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Friday was St. Patrick's Day. It was. It was the seventh anniversary for myself and my BMW. We have a very loving relationship still, which is Seven great. years. How many miles have you put that on? 30, almost 36,000. Which... Okay. It either gets no miles or ten or eleven thousand at a time, so I'm not mad about that. Yeah, uh, but what the, was the last big ride you took on that thing? Alaska, probably. Okay, I was gonna yeah. say it's been a while. I need to plan something, and that's coming. I've, I've got to just wrap my head around it and just do it. The Hollywood you... Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll probably ride out to. That would help with your parking issues. Um, there's some stuff in Nevada I want to see. Okay, uh, maybe into Utah. I don't know something like that. But anyways, uh, so. St. Patrick's Day, I did two corned beefs. I don't know if you're a big corned beef fan. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day especially, yeah, yes. Okay, so I did one boiled, one on the smoker. Okay. Uh, obviously, one is kind of traditional, now, I boiled guess. as in like literally like on the pot? Or yeah, in you... a pot, water, so exactly not, the way they tell you to do it. Not crock pot style. No, no, okay. no. Like on the stovetop, yeah. in a pot, regular pot, boiled one. One of them on the smoker was about four hours on the smoker. It got to about 165. I put it into a pan with some stock and covered it with foil, took it up to 205. Flavor-wise, I think the smoked was really good. It looked really good in pictures. Tasted really nice. Texturally, not so good. Because I asked you, I'm like, how was it smoked? Meaning, how did it taste smoked? And you're like... With the smoke, yeah, it was a very. I laughed, that was, a, I was like, yeah. my question was really <laughs> shitty, but I, I was, but also my comprehension of that one was pretty yeah. crap too. So that was a, a meeting of the minds, obviously. But yeah, it was. Um, Why was the texture off? It was just a little tough and kind of chewy, but oh. and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's a, so those are basically points of a brisket, yeah, and that is not a very fatty piece because they trim all the fat off of those. Typically, yes. Whereas when it's boiled. A, it's in water, and it's just getting uh, whatever fat's there. I was going to say, just... what little fat is there is in there. Right, and even using the stock to sort of hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully help it didn't work, but that's fine. It tasted really good. I don't think that I would do that again. How did you serve it? Uh, sliced with mustard. Okay. And then we had some potatoes, some shred potatoes that um, Ali, actually Ali brought. 
um, and then a salad. So it wasn't like super complicated meal. We're big on corned beef tacos. Yeah, so that was the thing. Originally, it was going to be corned beef tacos, but I just decided to have a brisket or a, yeah. a corned beef off and do a comparison thing. Beef instead. off. Yeah, beef off. So just sliced them. Um, but I also went to Wild Fork, finally. That, yeah, which is a weird, like, sort of... The setup inside is rad, though. It, 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 they have a bunch of different types of, of meats, but it's all more or less frozen. There are some things that are in the, the refrigerated case, but oh, most... That. There's only, like, one or two oh, okay. small refrigerated cases. Yeah, pretty much everything was frozen. So, But I did get... I think it's a chuck roast that their prices by the way on brisket are pretty good yeah yeah so their prices are, are, are decent did you get the corned beef there no i didn't okay. um but i did get a, a chuck roast that i'm gonna this week make birria at home and see how that turns out i have everything do you have a recipe yeah yeah i found a recipe okay yeah I don't... so i'm gonna do that that'll be in the slow cooker which makes sense which right? makes sense yeah you do so basically you do you know you make a stew basically kind it's... of yeah and then you take the meat out and then you take the um you take what's left and you use an immersion blender and yeah. that's how you make the consomme. Right. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it looks really good. It seems pretty easy. You just throw it in and leave it. Um, it's just really, I guess the spices are, is what we're. Yeah. So I've got is. a pretty good idea of, of, you know, what I need and the spices. I got to buy a couple small things. I guess the, the question is, is okay, because it's a stew, like how much heat do you add to the liquid and like, do you add more knowing that the liquid kind of knocks it down a little bit? Or do you... What do you mean? Spice-wise. Oh. Uh, like, how do you dictate the spiciness level when it's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's got... There's three different chilies yeah. that go in it. And then, you know, clove and uh, bay leaf and a You'll cinnamon have to stick, things share like that. the recipe because I think Jeanette might be interested in making beer. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see how it turns out. And then... Uh, I But I've got, you know... I have every, ooh, oh, everything to do that. So uh, that's going to be my... I guess I'll be eating beer your midweek plans. Yeah. yeah, that I ended up getting some kangaroo. I got some uh, ground elk to make elk stuffed peppers. Yeah, Wild Fork has a bunch of stuff. I mean, they had yeah. suckling pig. I mean, they had a bunch of just. I was surprised they had so much wagyu A five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although a A five tomahawk is two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, they had a fair number of tomahawk steaks. Yeah, uh, of different grades and stuff. And the only ones I saw were the wagyu ones, and oh, they were like two fifty a piece. I saw some that were not. Oh, okay. and they were like half the price. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, but it, it was cool. So looking forward to making some birria uh, again. The corn beef. I will call it the great corn beef experience or experiment. Excuse me, was mostly a failure. But hey, you live and you. But learn. you ate it all, right? Oh yeah, it's gone. Yeah, like. <laughs> Again, it's kind of talking about how Grayson's like his palate. Like he was like, oh, I don't want corned beef tacos. I'll just make myself something for dinner. We're like, all right, that's fine. And we were talking to Grayson's buddy because we picked him up after school on, on Friday. Uh -huh. And he was like, we asked him if he wanted to come over for corned beef tacos. He's like, sure. So, of course, with his buddy there. Then he wants them. Then he yeah, ate the corned beef tacos. Sure. Yeah. So peer pressure works. And uh, his buddy uh, Carson is pretty much down for anything. Like we... Well, we will do some fun like, experimenting cooking nights and Carson will just come down and devour it. Yeah. And Grayson's just a little bit like, uh, he'll get there. Maybe. I want well, the funny thing is it seems like he was there. Yeah. And then now he's kind of stepped away and it's gotten a little bit more. Well, I mean, it's in, at, at a certain point, your palate, taste buds, yeah, yeah, everything starts to change and you know, you, you evolve a little bit. Some people go backwards. That's okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't if know. He if he starts he's... putting ketchup on everything, that's when you got to worry. Right. 
well, we were joking at, like where he gets his sense of taste from, and we were convinced that it skipped a generation on Jeanette's side because yeah. Jeanette's family, her her parents and her sister, are very plain eaters. Oh, like sure. iceberg lettuce is good. Romaine lettuce is just too fancy and is not good. I don't. Okay, this is gonna sound bad. I don't mind a decent salad made with iceberg, I don't but that's mind it. also because it's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. but like, in their case, they'll refuse a oh, romaine yeah, sure. salad if it isn't you know made with iceberg honestly one of the best salads i what i think is really good is just take some rocket with a little lemon juice and olive oil and oh, salt yeah. and pepper perfect but they were also the same type of people that thought pace is hot it was too spicy oh, too okay. hot yeah, yeah, and yeah. so they they couldn't do that oh, new york city right exactly <laughs> so that's that's why we were kind of joking with with, with grayson he's like maybe that that's coming from her side of the family Man, I this is the talk is making me hungry. I'm going to Mexican food tonight. Yeah, but we're also going to a mariachi experience. Ooh, yeah. See if you can make requests. I did buy a shirt for it. I did you a, really? I, I bought a black one of those cowboy shirts with embroidered roses on the shoulders. Oh, rad! It's pretty rad. What spot are you going to? Uh, it's called somewhere around the here, Casa del Sol or something. It's at um, uh, the district. You know what I need to check to see is right by the bowling alley. Okay. So I never, whatever, but yeah, it's somebody's birthday. So that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Cause the last time when Grace and I went out to Pike's peak, uh, when we drove out, what is it? Casa Grande, that, that, uh, that Mexican restaurant with the, the free diver. Oh, from yeah, yeah, yeah. South Park. That's, uh, in Colorado. In Colorado. Yeah. The, the. Did you go? No. Cause it wasn't open. Oh, but oh. Matt, Matt Stone and Trey Parker own, they own it. it. So it now, the, right? the creators of South Park own that restaurant. Yeah. I had to see if it's open this time around. That'd I'm, be fun. I'm flying in. But if I can, because I'm flying into to Denver. It's not that far, I don't think. No, I think it's in town. Yeah, so that'd be rad. I would totally take Grayson to see that'd that. That'd be super fun. Wait, so when, you got tickets for Pikes Peak already? Yes. And they're still available or not available? They were available again. But we're not going for the actual race. We we went for the practice sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never been to yeah. the race. I've been to Pikes Peak. I've the only reason the why I didn't want to go for the race is I didn't want to be stuck on the mountain all day. Right. Because if you get anywhere past the starting line. What day are you going? Uh, the practice session we're doing is a Thursday morning session. We're, we're flying on Tuesday. And it's in June? It's in June. Yeah. It's like the last, it's like the 24th, 25th, 26th, somewhere around there. Oh, I think there's a... Like later June. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're doing that. And last year we didn't see the Pikes Peak race either, but we didn't miss anything because it was all foggy, rainy, overcast. So even if you were there, you wouldn't have seen anything except for the cars right, right in front of your face. Yeah, the 24th is uh, a Saturday, but that's also a Pedro the Lion concert. So, yeah, the 25th, I think, is the actual race. Right. And then we're up the the Thursday is the is the is our practice session day. Uh-huh. And then the Friday is the Fan Fest in downtown Colorado Springs. Got it. So we're doing those two things and then hanging out. I uh, Yeah, it would be fun to go. I, I just have to, would have to look at a calendar and see if... Because I, I don't... I mean, the race would be neat, but to your point... Yeah. I don't need to be stuck on the mountain the whole time. So this episode, we came really close to having a third wheel join us. We did. Colin is somebody we've been trying to get on the show for quite a while because he's one of the, the, I think he is the brains behind that Hoopties card game. Yeah. That's why, and, the way I heard it. Yeah. That's what he's claiming. But he's, you know, I had to go to Idlewild. Which nobody, is. Nobody goes to Idlewild on purpose. He, do they? I guess. Oh, okay. Why, I think, what do you even do up there? I think he's got a van. And so. Down by the river or something? I don't think there's water out there because it's three hours. Like, it's out past Bakersfield. It's like yeah. Central California. Yeah, I don't know. So he might have been, like, overlanding or adventuring. Oh, but I see. 
But Colin has been busy posting stuff on his uh, on his social media. It's been kind of funny, but he's he's doing, I guess, what he calls "Is this still available?" reviews. So he has friends sending him listings for cars that are for sale on Facebook Marketplace or on any sort of online platform, and then he's recording himself with the listing behind him, uh-huh. and he's talking shit on the listing. Oh, that's not very nice. Or not talking shit, but he's pointing out things or whatever, and then oh, he shit. gives it his own call-in score. Okay. He's been doing this for the past, like, two weeks or something like that. So this is like a... And they're pretty damn entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, he's just it's just kind of funny, snarky stuff, because like, some of these things, like, one was like a like a mid-80s Toyota minivan, like the yeah. space shuttle van. Sure. And they were wanting twenty-five grand or something like that. Some absurd, you know, Dude, these amount. people are crazy. There was a Fiero, that I, of all things, that I saw the other day. The guy wants 29 It's a weird price, too. It's like $29,881.50. Oh, geez. Some fucking bizarre price. But he's also saying that, uh, or maybe it was fifty nine eight eighty one fifty. It was Whatever, it was insane. But, some... but then all these people are like, uh, "A, it's a Fiero. Yeah, you have done no paint correction. It's not perfect. The tires are old. Like, what do you? T- the yeah. last one that sold, you're trying to triple the money that it got. Get the fuck out of here. People are weird, dude. Well, that is for sure. But the other thing is, is buyers are weird. Like, I don't know if you've been keeping an eye on bring a trailer. I there try not been... to. I just get frustrated. There have been some absurdly high vehicle sales that's why i get frustrated i just saw one this morning it was a fd rx7 touring mm-hmm. that sold for one hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. Get out it had 4500 miles on it but one hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. then there what was color like color was it black nothing special that's not that who cares it's not green no that was the best color by that by far on that car the green and then there were like other cars i've seen like in the past couple of weeks you know like a uh late 90s bmw like five series clean but sold for like a hundred and something thousand dollars no and it's just absurd when you're looking at these cars that nothing crazy maybe relatively low mileage but that's sometimes more of a bigger problem than if it actually had average mileage right because i mean if if the car is 20 years old if it had two hundred thousand miles on it you knew it was being driven across those those 20 years but if it's got like 15,000 miles on sitting. it, right. All the yeah. hoses and all the right. belts and all the rubber right. are being going to be problematic. Well, that was one of the points with that Fiero. It had low miles, but everybody was like, okay, so it's a piece of shit. Right. And so you're looking at these, these, these hammer prices on these online auctions and you're just like, holy shit, who paid that much money for that thing? Uh, it's just people. absurd. Dumb people. So hopefully we'll get Colin in soon to talk about dumb people. It would be good. And their buying habits. Yeah. Well, maybe next time because he won't be an idle while. Yeah. There, there's always a next time. We've just never been able to get him yeah. on well, <laughs> next time. But uh, so I wanted to tell you, too. I don't know if you saw this. It, it's The video has been going around. I think I sent you the video, actually. I don't know. About a week ago. Okay. 5 a.m. in the morning. The Orange Police Department. Oh, yes. Instituted a what was referred to as a high-speed chase of a stolen vehicle. They went to initiate a traffic stop. Vehicle ran. It, The driver crashed into the fountain in the middle of the orange circle in a very spectacular fashion. And there's the security camera footage of it that I sent you. Yes. Where the car basically flips. Well, I sent you the security footage. You That's right. I sent you the article thing. You sent me the article, yeah. Yeah. So what I think is interesting is that 
The area surrounding it is a 25-mile-an-hour zone. There's yes. no reason to have had a high-speed chase there to begin with, especially Agreed. when you know that there's a fucking traffic circle. But anyways. If the, you know the area, you know yeah, you don't go fast through there. Yeah. So the, but what was impressive to me, there is, I mean, it's, okay, so the middle of the traffic circle is literally a park with a fountain in the very middle of it, a big fountain. The guy missed every tree, every bush. But he hit the fountain. Every stanchion. Yeah. And he actually missed all of the ballers that they've put up to force you to make a right turn. That I didn't understand how that was even I possible. I have no idea. He threaded that needle in a spectacular way and then hit the fountain. And it is... Do you see the pictures of it? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is trashed. Yeah. The 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 fountain is really kind of like a, a small, like, three-level fountain that's... Tiled in the 1930s. Surrounded by, like, a larger water basin that's kind of yeah. like... Uh, the reservoir yeah. whatever you'd call it yep and so it's like a fountain inside of like a larger wading pool kind of look and so yeah. the guy totally hit the wading pool part and yeah he hit then, the, the wall which yeah. is what probably two and a half feet tall maybe it's something you can sit on yeah he hit that and it completely popped a hole in that yeah and then he sort of flipped the car that was the f the footage that was impressive he yeah. went end over end when he hit that thing and the best part was is the dude was a convicted felon that had a unregistered gun unregistered gun uh -huh. and that's why he ran from the cops because he had actually just stolen the car from down the street right and so i mean the guy was up to no good but sure but i think what you could have done knowing it's a traffic circle is called for backup or called for like there's got to be other ways than to because you see the the guy crashes yeah and the cop enters the traffic circle probably two seconds later so he was hauling ass too yeah so it's not like in my opinion, and again, I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what happened, but in my opinion, probably unnecessary and avoidable. But the, I think the street that the guy, the, the car was stolen from was actually pretty close to the traffic circle. So it wasn't like he was being chased from miles away. Right. That's what I mean. Like, he they just, started it right there. Right. Yeah. It started and ended probably within yeah. seconds of the actual beginning. So, it, it was But the funny. article was interesting. And then, to, to you know, you found the, the footage from the, I guess it's a security camera or something for yeah. the city but oh my that was impressive i it is amazing to me so for those of you that don't know the area basically it's you know two streets that intersect and it's a traffic circle there are um from the uh the glacel sides there are massive signs at night that have huge lights on them with arrows that point you so you know that it's something's coming if you're coming down the Chapman sides, there's huge bollards and markers that guide you in a certain way. It is still amazing to me that people manage to drive straight into the park on a regular basis. Yeah, I how? I I think it's one of those things where if you try to design something for the the dumbest possible person, there's going to be someone out there that surprises you. That is even dumber than you expected was humanly possible. Like it's, you can't idiot proof something because somehow nature always makes a bigger idiot. <laughs> nature finds a way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really what it comes down yeah. to. Like, and I don't know why that is. But I mean, this is like, this is not a little small diameter traffic circle thing. This is massive with a literal park and yeah. trees and they still manage to hit the stuff. Yeah. It, and it's been there for years. Uh -huh. And so it's not like it's a surprise. It's not like it's a new development. Nope. But it is funny because every time they put something in new, right? They put the big light up signs with the arrows. They put the new bollard things in. They do every time somebody still fucks it up. 
and it is hilarious. But nature finds a way. I don't. Were you a big Jurassic Park fan as a kid? Uh, I was aware of it, and I saw the original Jurassic Park out in the theaters. Yeah, but I haven't seen all of. Like, like, did you read the book or anything? I did. Okay, I did read the books, but the original was cool. Yeah, and it was revolutionary at the time. Right. So interestingly, that and Indiana Jones are two things that Lego is doing new, which is kind of Indiana Jones. Yeah, so they're bringing back the Indiana Jones theme, but they're doing like Raiders sets. Interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then they're doing original, the first movie Jurassic Park set. So it must be an anniversary. Maybe. Of the the movies coming out. But they're doing the, remember the scene with the T-Rex and the banner falls? Like they're doing like a diorama thing of that. But like it was interesting that these are, that's what they're choosing to kind of come out with. I'm trying to think like when the last time I bought a Lego set that wasn't a licensed property. Uh, I just recently bought one. Yeah, it's like so many of the... But it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, majority of the stuff that Grayson and I buy are the Speed Champion sets. Yep. I still don't have the new ones. I, I bought... So that was the thing. I think I was texting you that night that it happened. Grayson and I went to Target the other Oh, night, yep. And the sets were supposed to go on sale March 1st. And this was the night before. So this is February 28th. Right. We're in the store and they were on the shelves. And we're like, oh, sweet. So we, we picked up the items off the shelf. We go up to the registers... You go to self-checkout, scan it, and a big old like error message pops up and says, this item has a street date of March 1st, cannot be sold. Interesting that it said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then the... Did it, they override it? Yeah, the cashier had to come over, and she's like, oh, you can't have that, and took it away. And I was like, but I did have it. Yeah, that's weird. Had it on the shelf. I was like, yeah, but this isn't won't let you take it. I'm like, all right. So we couldn't buy it at the time. And it was only the... Um, it was only one set, and I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the... For Mac- sure. The McLaren. Oh, McLaren, sure. It's a two-car McLaren set. So it's got well, did you Ma- go back then the next day? So the next morning when I got up to go to the gym, I went on Target.com, yeah. and they had the full inventory available online. Oh, so I just go. ordered... For pickup? Four sets for pickup. Yeah. And then I spent way more money than I expected to because last night I was only going to buy that one set, and the, the following yeah, morning I bought all four. four. Yeah. Um, but we're basically just, uh, we've stockpiled them for Grayson. So he's been able to build one. I built myself the um, the the um, Paul Walker yeah. um, Skyline. He's built that one. Yeah, that's a cool one. So I got that one built. There's a lighting kit for it. Yeah, there's a lighting kit for all of them. Yeah, but I, I hadn't seen one come out so soon after the set came out. It must be pretty easy to do for the Speed Champions cars because they're probably fairly the same. Yeah, I think right. that's that's what was surprising. It was like because yeah. it, it has the front headlights work, the rear taillights work, and it's got some like mood lighting inside, oh, like cool. a blue neon light inside, and it's like twenty two bucks. And I was like, "Is that off of uh, which company was that one?" I don't know. Oh. It was just some Instagram, some yeah, 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 social media ad. Um, well, the did you see the D ninety? Yes, the so, the Land Rover Defender D ninety set. Yeah. They just announced it earlier this week, and yeah, it goes it comes on out the first. I think it goes on sale yeah. April first, but. I think the problem I have with it is just the price. It's 240 bucks. Right. But what is cool about it is you can build multiple versions. Yes. So you can build a stock version of it. You can build a full overland version that and, comes with a and, roof rack and, and the funny gas thing is, cans. is, you know, obviously everything's gone up. Everything's become more expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's to be expected. But I think mentally the price point would be much easier to swallow at $199. 100% agree. Than at $239.99. Yeah. But it is one of the bigger car sets i would say that i've seen in a while it's got a decent I think number of pieces yeah end up getting 
Yeah. Just because of all the, it comes with a high lift. It's got all kinds of cool stuff. It does. And it's like, oh, I kind of want it. But then yeah. it's like, well, where am I going to put it? Where am I going to display it? Like at least yes. the, the Speed Champions is small enough. I can bring it to the office. Right. And put that on display, you know, in, in my workspace. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I do. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely not, I'm not going to get it on April 1st. It's one of those where if I've got. I almost wonder if I should just get a part-time job at the local Lego store. And all I do is build the cars. Oh, there you go. Just, you know, they pay me to assemble it at home and I bring sure. it in and drop it off. I don't I, think they'll do that, but sure. But then I get all the fun of building it. Actually. I, I can lay a, a mean sticker. The Mission Viejo store is looking for a store manager. I don't want to manage the, the I'm place. I'm just telling you, man. I just want to build this stuff at home and get paid for it. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. It could happen. So I've been cleaning stuff out. This is there is a, a tie in here. I promise. I've been cleaning stuff out, and I found spring a, cleaning. It is kind that of, time of yeah. Year. I guess you would say that. Donated four full bags of clothes yesterday, which made me feel good. Took a bunch of stuff to a uh, donated a bunch of stuff to a vet, which made me feel good, which is nice. What's uh, the veterinarian going to do with it? They have like you know old towels and things. Oh, okay. They take that kind of stuff. I had a brand new. Uh, basically like a small dog bed oh, okay. that I'll never use. It came with... Um, you outgrew it, yeah. No, no, no. It came with a crate that I bought. Oh, okay. And it, he has a... I have one of those ballistic kind of pads for him. Yeah. Because yeah, he destroys things. So uh, the little puffy uh, cottony kind of... I don't know what you call it. Yeah. But anyways... Uh, so donated Anything that's that. soft and cuddly got donated. Yeah, yeah. So he... Uh, anyways, donated that. But... I was cleaning out some stuff in the desk and I found, and I don't even know where it came from. So whoever gave this to me, thank you. I have a $100 Disney gift card. Oh, no way. Which is cool. Yeah. I guess. Um, what I didn't know. Did I you confirm that it's still got the money on there? Oh, yeah. I okay. went and checked the balance because I had no idea. I was right. Like, Does yeah. this have anything on it? So I checked the balance, 100 bucks, and I went on Disney's site to look at Downtown Disney because there's a Lego store there. And they take the Disney gift cards at the Lego store. Oh. At Downtown Disney. Right. So You're the going next kind of big set that I want, right? That's a hundred bucks off. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean it's found money. That's true. Basically. Yeah. I literally I and I, I mean feel the only bad. thing better than that is finding like money real in money pockets. Yeah, yeah, when you do laundry or something. Uh-huh. Like, I've had that before. I put on a coat that I hadn't worn in a while, and I reach into the pocket and pull out, like... Like a, 20 or yeah, something. And you're yeah, and you're like, oh, right. Yeah. But, I mean, it was cool. So, I found this gift card, and I was like, well, I'm, what am I... I don't want to... I don't want anything from the Disney store. Yeah. Right? So, there, yeah. there you go. And some of the Disney stuff, they sell online. So, I could order it if I wanted to. If it was, like, a Disney-branded Lego set? I think they sell more than just that. But, yeah, I mean, there's... At any rate... And I haven't been to Downtown Disney in a while, so might as well go check it out. The last time I tried to go to Downtown Disney, I had been doing some other stuff and had thrown my folding knife in my pocket. Oh, they wouldn't let you in. Well, luckily I realized it was in my pocket right before I went through security. Yeah. Is but, there still security at Downtown Disney? Oh, yeah. Metal detectors and everything. Really? It's been so long since I've been to Downtown Disney, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think the like last I time I was there it was one of those things where we were at the park already. And then we were just kind of done for the day in the park. So we yeah. just explored. Take the tram over. Yeah. And just yeah. walk around before heading back to the car. Yeah. I haven't been to actual Disney in quite a while. Oh, it's. Yeah. Well, it's, since the pandemic, I was there the night they closed. For sure. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's 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 weird how there's been a lot of things where it's like, I haven't done this in a while. And you yeah. kind of get out there and you're like, all right, it's different. But. I think I would, if, if it comes up where that's a thing, I think I will get another pass probably. 
It's going to be more expensive, right? Yeah. Probably well, more restrictions. Maybe. But I mean, I liked the ability to just go over ride or ride leave. Yeah. Go over, do some and, leave. And you're close enough that it's not that big of a jaunt to right. get over there. Yeah. And the one, so I had the pass. I had like the fancy one with all the parking and everything. Yeah. I did the math on it. The reason I ended up getting that one is because I did the math. If you and, visited a certain number of times. Yeah. And parked X number of times, yeah. whatever. Uh, it paid for itself within like a month and a half. So... Is that what were you figuring like eight visits kind of thing or something like that? Yeah. yeah. But and the parking was the real kicker. Cause yeah. Because parking is 25 bucks. Right. Or was 25 bucks. I don't know who knows what it is now. But the other cool thing is like when I'd go with Jason and Allie, I would just give my card. So none of us paid for parking. So it was a benefit in that way. too. Right. Even if you're going with buddies. Yeah. So it was great. And it was, uh, yeah, totally worth it. Uh, but I don't know if there's, you know, I don't know what the new structure is, I guess. Oh, I've heard. Yeah. They were building one, right? No, no, no. What I mean is like oh, the, you mean the, the, the fee structure. structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fee structure. I don't know what that is. I think it's insane how expensive. So I've been looking at Universal to go to the Super Mario Nintendo World, World or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like they have that stupid variable pricing now. Yeah, I hate that bullshit. Which is bullshit. Like all of this demand pricing. Because that's what yeah. Disney went to. There's days it's $160 for Universal Studios. Why? I don't know. I, I never. So knew. it's going to cost me what? It's it's a lot. It's expensive. And the weird thing is, is like cer- certain parks, like Universal, Magic Mountain, a lot of them, even Knott's Berry Farm, like a season pass. Remember Knott's was almost free. Yeah, basically. Well, even now you can get like a season pass for like a hundred eighty bucks. Oh, okay. Which is totally reasonable yeah. when like the regular admissions a hundred right. something bucks. Right. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, it it is interesting the fact that you know growing up in Southern California in Orange County having access to some of these theme parks. We've only had annual passes for Disneyland, I think, for one year. Uh-huh. And that was it. All the other times we've gone, we either paid or we had friends who worked for the park. Right. And we were able to get in through them. Right. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. To me, it's crazy how expensive this stuff has gotten. Like. Well, yeah. I mean, there's things like. How are you just, affording this, people? Right. I mean, it, it, especially with, like when it comes to like groceries and stuff, like just going out for dinner. Like a lot of times we'd be like, oh, it's cheaper. Like if we wanted a burger, you know, it's cheaper for the fam- for us as a family of three to go get in and out than it right. is for us to buy all the toppings yeah. and ingredients to make a burger. Right. But now with the way things are going, it's like you're you're surprised when you're walking out of Del Taco, Del Taco of all places, and it's like thirty bucks. Yeah. And you're like, what the what the hell? Yeah. I I am a sucker for Del Taco iced tea. Yes. I love it. So I went and got an iced tea. It was like two dollars and something, two fifty, three bucks or something. Yeah, and you like know it's that. a huge profit driver for well, them, not like only all that, the but like, beverages. This used to be ninety nine cents. Yeah, like everything is just crazy expensive now. You're now listening to crotchety old know, men right? masquerading as ungrown ups. Yeah. Well, we went to. I mean, went to dinner. So went to. Uh, there's this new burger place at the corner of Chapman and Tustin called Core. It used to be. Um, it was weird. It was one of those Baskin Robbins Togo's combos. Oh yeah, yeah, which is bizarre. I've seen those. But anyways, they they started to open uh, kind of during the pandemic, and they finally just opened like a week or so ago. Okay. Two burgers. Here's another place where my choices are annoying. They have all of their burgers or whatever their sandwiches are set. Yeah. Right. There's no options. So I can't say give me bacon on this or whatever. I say, oh, I want that burger, but can you put bacon? He goes, no. What? Because I can sell you a side of bacon and you can put it on yourself. Exactly. He's like, you can put it on yourself. I was like, okay. Weird. Yeah. So two burgers, a side of bacon, um, 
a side of fries and two beers. I think that's what we got. $60. And then they they pivoted the tablet around and wanted you to tip them on. on oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. But I'm just like, are you $60? Yeah. And it was good. Right. But it wasn't. But $60. Right. Good. And that's the thing is like it's it's amazing how some of this stuff is, has crept up. And then it's like like right now, like uh, Jeanette and I just did our taxes. And so we're like, uh, we owe, which is not a surprise. Sure. But usually we come pretty close. This year we were nowhere close to, to being even. <laughs> right. And so, you know, we have to change our, our W-4 withholding. And it's like, okay, trying to do the, the math on figuring out how much withholding. And then you're looking at – and then in your mind you're thinking, okay, well, just like – you know, the cost of things and how it's all going. And you're like, ah, oh, this, this kind of sucks. It's but like, it's, it's stupid. We're getting taxed on something that's been taxed to get taxed again yeah. to then get taxed another time. It's just stupid. But the, it, just the cost of goods. But the best part is, is I live in Southern California and you have people that complain about how expensive living in Southern California is and how California rips you off with all taxes. I got a fat refund from the state. The state of California is not the problem in my. In my taxes, yeah. in, in my tax liabilities. Right. It's the federal government that I'm having to fork out a, a bunch of money to. And so it's it's interesting in, in, in that type of logic because that would mean it doesn't matter what state I lived in. If I was in Oregon, you know, or if I was in Texas or Florida, other 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 states that people go, oh, it's great. It's a tax haven. You pay less in taxes. I would still owe the same shit ton of money yeah. because it's going to the same entity. You right. know, it's not the state that's the problem. So it, it is... Interesting in, in that regard. And, and the biggest issue was, um, not to get all grown up on this, but it was basically uh, what were known as uh, salt taxes. It was like state and local taxes. Uh-huh. And so that's that's covering like things like your um, property taxes. That's the thing, like you can write off your interest and all those things that you used to be able to, to individually write off. Right. You now can just only take the standard deduction. Right. That standard deduction, the amount of that standard deduction compared to what deductions I had available to me before. It isn't even close. It's not even, it's like a third right. of what it is. And that's where the impact came from. Right. But that's just the way the tax law is. And that's why it sucks. Yeah. But super fun. Yay, grown yeah, ups. I really love it. I'm yep. super excited for taxes. Yeah. So I got to. I'm also stoked that I got to pay California $800 for nothing. Every year I stroke a check for 800 bucks for zero. It's a straight up even amount. That's weird. No, every year because it's because of my LLC. Oh, they take. That. There's a minimum, so I have to pay that, and then I get to pay another oh. X amount on top of that. That's booby. Oh, it's horseshit. Yeah. It's absolutely garbage. So, but you're funding my refund, so that I'm okay with. Yeah, that's <laughs> part. So okay, so then I'm gonna need a rebate. Yeah, I'm gonna need a ten percent kicker. <laughs> How weird would that be? Yeah, it's just, it's dumb, dude. It's stupid and, and it's frustrating and I got to figure out what I'm going to do because I can't afford to do fun things right now yeah. because of the, the way that stuff is. The other fun thing is, is like right before I left for Japan, one of my luxury bones failed me. My crown came out Oh, and no. I was like, oh shit. And I'm like, I'm going to Japan like in two days. Like I, I got to get this fixed. So I, I hit up my dentist and he got me in the next morning and when my crown came out, it took a piece of my tooth with it. Oh, that's not good. That is not good. Yeah. But I had a root canal on it and everything. Like that, so it's like, I didn't feel anything. Oh, sure. That's a little gross. But uh, they, uh, I was like, I'm leaving the country. I, I, I can't fix this now. And they're like, all right, we'll just glue it back in there. And then, so I was supposed to go in to see him last week yeah. to get work done on it. But then I had my whole sinus thing. And I was like, I'm 
kind of under the weather. I don't want to come in. He's like, ah, it's all right. When can you make it in? I'm like, well, I'm going on a business trip. <laughs> Two and a half months. Basically, I'm like, how long can this this uh, glue hold for? And he's like, oh, you'll be fine for at least a month. I'm like, okay, because it's going to be close to a month by the time I get back. And right. He's like, eh, whatever. But because of healthcare, dental work is literally just luxury bones. Like your teeth aren't covered, you know, under your standard medical insurance. So right. I'm probably going to need to get. I uh, do have dental insurance. I, I do too. Yeah, it doesn't cover shit. And my and both Jeanette and I have dental insurance for each other and the family. Right. So I'm covered under her insurance as well as mine. So we double up. But even that's straight up bullshit because I was talking to the dentist, like the receptionist, like, okay, how much is going to cost? And she's like, well, I can't even get a quote until we perform the next step. And then they need the x-rays to show that it's happened and then do this and that. And I was like, but I've got my insurance and I've got my wife's insurance. She's like, yeah, that doesn't help anymore. She's like, once the secondary insurer knows you have primary insurance. They say, screw that. Right. Yeah. Instead of them paying, like, instead of your first insurance paying 80% and then you have to pay the la- the, sec- the remaining 20% out of pocket. And then you go, okay, well, that 20%, I can then bill to the secondary insurance. They'll pay 80% of that. And then I just, no. Once the secondary insurance sees that I have primary insurance, they're like, no, you're good. Why the fuck am I paying for insurance to double up if you're just going to decide, nah, we don't need to cover that. Our insurance and the fact that there are fucking drug commercials on TV are are indicative of how fucked up our whole system is. Yeah, capitalism. Oh, dude, it's so bad. This stuff's got to get fixed. And I'm not saying that we need universal health care necessarily, but we do need a better system. It shouldn't be a for-profit industry. No, and dude, okay, so I had to go to urgent care a few months back. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I dude, I had no idea what was gonna happen. I thought I was gonna die. Right. Went to urgent care and my insurance doesn't do shit because, because my, I have a high deductible that I have to oh, do before they yeah, do anything. Yeah. But here's what's even more fucked up about it. I was like, well, that's, so I, it was $60 while I was at urgent care. I get another bill for 300 and something dollars, oh, shit. right? That now I have to pay. And they list on the bill, like, oh, here's what it would have been, but our negotiated rate oh. is whatever, but you're still paying all of it. Yeah, it's just a straight-up bullshit thing to make you feel better for paying for insurance. When I broke my arm, Urgent Care gave me a, basically like a BOA, you know that BOA lacing system? Yeah, a little splint, basically. A splint that they molded to my arm, whatever. Yeah. They charged me 200 and something dollars for this thing right. that I could literally buy and i looked because i called i was pissed yeah i looked on amazon 45 dollars. yeah and i just said this is absolute bullshit goes, well that's too bad sir this is the rate that we've negotiated blah 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 i go so basically i'm the one getting fucked yes and they're, well no sir we're we're getting you a discounted rate i was like i can buy it on amazon for 45 dollars yeah, i'll buy one send it to you so you're not out any yeah inventory. i was like i'm not trying to argue with you i know it's not you making this is where i get really frustrated too is like i know it's not you making the policy yeah. but this is total bullshit yeah oh i agree right and now like uh, i agree like and so that's the thing is like with this dental work and stuff like uh we have a uh flexible spending account yeah i have one so, too. so we we basically put our deductible into that so whatever our insurance oh, deductibles, yeah, yeah. So if our deductibles eighteen hundred bucks, right, we put eighteen hundred bucks into the That's FSA. Smart. So that way, at least we cover the deductible. Um, but I'm probably gonna blow through it in the next couple of weeks. I always forget that I have that FSA thing and at the end of the year. You're like, and I'm like, oh shit. But if you have like receipts, you can, I have HS. I have one that rolls over. You have the health savings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ours runs out at the end of the year. It's stupid. 
It's the complicated. Whole stupid. Yeah. Well, it, and the funny thing is, is so much of this is complicated because of lobbyists. Yeah. Like the fact that the government knows exactly how much you owe on taxes, but makes you go through this weird the exercise cryptic, of yeah, let's guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then if our numbers don't match, we're you know busting your ass and right. penalizing you. It's all because of H and R Block and tax preparers yeah. lobbying the government to keep the processes as complicated as it is because that's where they make their cut. That's where they make their money. I just, I just really want a system that makes sense. Oh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. No, never. And it's, it, and it's funny because I, I've seen things like even in, in work, we've gotten some, some documentation or something like that where it's like some, some requirement, like some regulation or whatever. And so I'm, I'm looking at the regulation, and it's clearly written by somebody that either doesn't understand the topic, or it's written in such a way that it's so intentionally vague. Right. You can't figure out what they were trying to do in the first place. Right. But you don't understand how you could even comply with it. Well, because you can't, because it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's what's frustrating is I think I know I've realized this as an adult, and you kind of look back on what was going on in your childhood and you look to your parents and you figured they they knew what was going on. They understood what's going on. Well, they had no fucking idea. Right. And as yeah. as adults, we realize that's not the case. Right. And then you realize now with like elected officials or those in power or whatever, they have no fucking clue on what they're doing half the time either. And so right. you're just like, what the hell yeah. is this? Well, and it's like, it's a thing too, where I think I get really frustrated because I, I make pretty good money. Yeah. Like by all, you know, measures. Yes. But what's fucked is you still like, it's, you never get ahead. Because of all this stupid little shit or, you yeah. know, the, the, I don't understand. Like, think about, you know, when you were 19, 20, getting your first apartment or whatever, you couldn't live today. Oh, yeah. How, the, the how price? are these people oh, making sure. like 40 grand? Unless there's 25 people living in an apartment. I just, I don't understand how a lot of this works. Oh, yeah. It's, I it's, actually shred, for whatever reason, I, you know, again, back to the cleaning thing. I finally started to like, I had these just bins that had documents and stuff yeah. in them. And I found like old paychecks from... And you're thousand. looking at it and you're like, oh, holy cow. I'm like, yeah. I mean, and back then I remember going, woohoo, like I've yeah. got money. And now I'm like, you poor little fucker. Yeah. I remember when I was working in like, I think early, early in my college years, I was still working like full time and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm making bank. Mm -hmm. And you look at that now and you're like, dude, I, I couldn't live on my own if I was making that. And no. it's just insane to see. You couldn't eat, you couldn't eat Del Taco on your own anymore. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And the thing is, is like as a parent, you, you it's the same thought you had. It's like yeah. how do how are people doing it now, or right. how will they do it in the future? So right. when Grayson, you know, is of age and, and is ready to move out on his own, you realize now why there's so many people under the age of thirty that are living at home with their parents right. still because of the just the cost of living of yeah. shit. And you're just like, and I don't know how it's going to change, dude. I mean, I have a dog, and it's fucking expensive. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine having a kid. No, fucker doesn't work. Yeah. Nor yeah. can he. Well, I guess he could. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is like... The, I, gotta, I gotta turn him into a dog model. Make him work for his money? He's a good looking dog. But the, the funny thing is, is like, you, you look at the... the Having a dependent, like having Grayson being my dependent, right. the, the tax benefit of that is like... Minimal? Yeah. Yeah. What does it, it cover? A week of his life, basically? Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's it depends crazy. on if he has shrimp tacos right. or not. You know, on Tuesday taco night. So but, even I mean, 
even the birio place down the street that we go to yep not cheap no i mean it's not expensive no like the the meal was like 10 bucks plus a drink right but remember that was five dollars before oh i know i know i you remember know, i used to be able to you could get a quesadilla a chicken quesadilla and an iced tea at del taco for like six bucks you know what's the crazy it's like 10 thing 11 dollars i can remember how much shit cost for certain meals when i was in junior high or high school That's just funny. because we had them all the time yeah yeah so like when i was in high school i could walk over to subway at lunch and get the subway footlong cold cut combo a bag of chips and a drink for five dollars and five cents holy crap at in junior high at lunch, we had Taco Bell. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So they would bring in like a, a bunch of bean and cheese burritos. We got Chilitos. So I would get a bean and cheese burrito, mm. a bag of Funyuns, and a can of Pepsi. Oh, that's a rough lunch. For $2.45. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it's weird how those things stick out. But when you had them multiple times a week, like th- those numbers stick into your mind. Yeah. And like I can't even imagine if I walked into a Subway right now and ordered a cold cut combo footlong. With a bag of chips and a drink. I'm going to guess 13 bucks. Exactly. At least, if yeah. not more. But then you look back and, okay, that was 20 plus years ago. So, yeah. therefore, that makes sense. But it just But seemed... it's not like you're, you're not getting a raise to keep up with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you're never going to be able to get ahead the way that works unless you're yeah, making. Yeah, the cost of living and your, your, your actual. Yeah, unless you're making raise. insane amounts of money. You'd have to change jobs, like, pretty much every 18 months, I think, to really get ahead. Yeah. Because you would have to have those big salary jumps in order to do that. Are you looking at me? Because that's what's been happening the last few years. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> like, I'm looking in my case, like, I mean, I've been coming up, like, uh, I think 2024 will be 10 years at the same job. So yeah. the longest I've ever been at a, a single employer. Sure. And growing up, you know, knowing how my, my parents worked and stuff, like, my dad was at one place for, like, 17 years. Yeah. He's been at his current place for like 20 plus years. And it's like. Nobody just, changed. Yeah. Right. And now you don't have a choice. You, you're almost screwing yourself over if you don't intentionally change. Right. And so it's just like, oh, it's well, such a weird mentality. So when I left the company that I left. Yes. The HR person. I left on good terms. Right. She said to me, you know, if you want to come back in a couple of years and there's another job, whatever, just let us know and we'll we'll get you more money. Like, are you fucking kidding? Just give me more money now and I'll stay. Why don't you just pay me? Yeah, but that's kind of, it's interesting how that is like the corporate strategy. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Mm -hmm. But you know what? doesn't matter. It is what it is. I apologize for the last 10 minutes of this rant. Oddly grown up. We need like a fart joke or something thrown in here. I'll give you one last thing before we go. Okay. Have you used GoPuff? What the hell's GoPuff? It's another one of these delivery services. No, I have not used GoPuff. Okay, they're a delivery service that uh, a lot of booze and things like that, they deliver. Apparently, they'll deliver anything you want. But okay. I used it on Friday because I didn't have time to go to two stores. Okay. Um, I used it to get uh, some... What did I get delivered? Uh, Jameson. Okay. Turns out... well, And they also had a, a deal where it's like 10% off, no delivery fee, a credit, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll sign up for it. Fine. Yeah. Um. 18 minutes from pressing order to the dude at my door dropping it off. That's insane. And I was like, uh, it it was, (laughs) I actually thought it was too fast because I was completely ill prepared. Yeah. 18 minutes. That's kind of awesome. Was the dude just in the area? I have no idea. 
I mean, I don't know if he was just there on standby, if he was super, and they brought it from Bevmo. Weird. Yeah, and it, I looked it up. Same price that I would have paid at the store. Dude, what's the downside? None. I, no. But I guess that that was a him. promo rate. So, well, if sure. You would, if no, it, but the the boo the price for the alcohol itself was the same. Right, but if you were to go place that order again today, you'd pay the same price for the alcohol plus another six bucks for delivery Probably. plus another yeah. processing fee right. or whatever. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's sign up for the free trial. Yeah, and then you just press cancel. Cancel. Yeah, it's great. But eighteen, 18 minutes. minutes is yeah insane like, and I find gra- it, granted the bevmo is two miles away but still that's but yeah i mean i find it mind-blowing when i order something off amazon and it gets the delivered same the day. same day mm-hmm. i've had a lot of delays by the way in shipping recently i've had a handful but i think a lot of them were just weather related yes when it was coming from like the east coast or something like that but I've had delays in the most random crap. Like I ordered a new hat. It was supposed to be here yesterday. It won't get here until Tuesday. However, I ordered a new desk. I bought a new standing desk. One of the electric up up and downs. Bought one of those. They said it wouldn't show up until almost three weeks. Oh, shit. Two days later, it was on the door. How does that work? Which would you rather have? I I think I would almost rather have the under-promise over-deliver. Like, oh, you're not going to get it for three weeks. No, I was happy that it showed up, but I had also not made room for it thinking I had the three three weeks, weeks, right? And then it was like, oh, crap. Now I have to move all this stuff around. Yeah, that does kind of seem But it is pretty nice to have. Did you put it together already? Yeah, yeah. It's all together. It goes up. It goes down. It's got memory settings. Oh, is it powered? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's powered. Because... Home Depot actually has a pretty dope adjustable desk tabletop, but it's part of their Husky toolbox line. So that's cool. It's it's a butcher block countertop. Oh, that's cool, actually. And it's got two drawers underneath it. So the drawers are full width. Yeah. And there's a left and a right. And it's got a hand crank. Oh, that's cool. And so you can crank it up and down. Is that the one that sits on top of a table? No, it's actually got its its own legs with wheels and stuff. That's way cool. And so my buddy actually has his home office is that husky desk yeah and then a toolbox is a drawer unit yeah and i mean it's it's total bachelor living i mean this isn't like sure female approved furnishings (laughs) but like if you were using your garage as a home office it'd be perfect kind of a dope set yeah that is cool i like the yeah the desk i got is a um it's an l shape yeah so i ended up getting a little bit bigger one that i kind of whole thing move or just one side the whole thing goes up and down the whole l yeah it's three legs oh shit three motors um super smooth it's quiet but i've got it set up where like there's you hit one button for sit yeah one for stand and then i gotta i have a balance board so one for on the balance board um but yep. it's it's awesome and it's got like so it's two levels so i have a monitor that oh, sits up so it's about six inches i would say okay ish so that sits up there and then you have your work surface and there's like kind of cubby drawers so, that are small but they're fabric little fabric pull-out drawers it's I've, perfect i've never lived with a stand-up desk yeah I, I have co-workers that have it where it's like the entire desk surface moves up but it's just one portion of the desk yes that's how mine was at the and then corporate. some other places have like it's a, a standard desk, but it's got this metal contraption you put on it, and it's got like pneumatic shocks, and right. you can like lift it up right. from sit to stand, but it's manually operated. Right. What's cable management like on a whole setup when the whole damn thing moves? So, like, are you able to? Is there a channel that keeps the cables all collected and like? Kind of. Slack. I ended up. I ended up buying the little zap strap holders. Okay. The, with the 3M. Yeah. And so I've. What I need to do actually. It's temporary the way I did cable management because I'm still kind of figuring out a few things. Um. Like so the the cable. I bought these really cool. They're 
these little blocks they are pretty small okay. and they have a hole in the middle of them and they pop open and they're 3M tape on one side. So you can run a zip tie through it kind of thing? No, or you run, can the, run cable? the cable through it. So oh, okay. it opens, you run the cable through, but what's cool oh, about the it. channels. Yeah. If you like, basically like say you're using one for your iPhone. Yeah. You unplug the cable and just kind of bit, you know, and then it just sits down in that thing and then you can reach behind the desk almost hidden. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out some of the cable management. Some stuff needs slack. I need to get, a better way of hooking up. So I have two computers. So I need to hook yeah. one up a little bit better. But other than that, what I've did was basically just kind of flat, flatten everything against the bottom of the desk. I, the, what, what I didn't like about the desk I got, the only thing I didn't like were the cables. They didn't put like a, this short cable goes here. This one longer so one goes here. They're all right. kind of the same length. Oh, so there is a lot of extra cable, but what I, yeah, I just got those zap strap holders and that, will be plenty because you can't really see anything. And then what I did was I have a USB-C block okay. that I um, 3M taped under the desk. And then I took a, I bought a, one of those square flat um, uh, surge protectors. Okay. That's got outlets on the bottom and, and then on the, the sides. sides. And then the other side is a bank of USB. Okay. So you and I basically right 3M taped that right on the edge of the, t- of the desk so, so can- I can access the USB, but almost everything else plugs into that. So it is, I, I kind of had to get creative with some of the ways I wanted to do some my, of it. My go-to for the longest time is, you know the 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 wire closet shelving that you get like at Home Depot yes. where you cut the length? Yeah. I buy a two-foot chunk of that wire shelving. And then screw it in? And then I get the the uh, cable clamps. It looks like the it goes around oh, a yeah. cable and he screws in. Yep, yep. So I, I run the cable clamps around some of those wire points, right. screw it in, and then I zip tie everything into that into the wire shelving and so um in we have a in our house upstairs there's a landing area that's open and so we it's enough room to put a desk in there a chair and so instead of having everything hanging down i've got the surge protector mounted to that i've got all of the power supplies for the hard drives for the monitors everything zip tied to that and then all you see from a distance is one single cable coming from that shelf down into the wall outlet and that's it there is stuff that hangs because I need the, the, slack the room and the move. slack, yeah. but it, the way the desk sits against the wall, you can't really, it's not really that big of a yeah. deal. You um, can always get some of that, uh, they have that wire mesh cable loom where it's like a braided nylon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some of that. And you can run all the cables in that. Yeah, but like I said, but, what I'm what I'm doing is I need to figure out sort of, we'll say, the final configuration because yeah. there is a couple other little You got to live things. with it for a little bit to see if it all works before yeah, locking and I, it Yeah, and I need to get a new, I'm going to buy one of those mini computers to run the plotter Yeah, because this one's about to die. And that, what's cool is there, that, the one I'm looking at actually mounts to the back of the monitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because it's one of those... Um, Nestle mounts, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The so monitor. that'll mount to the back of the monitor. I'll have a one-foot HDMI cable. Straight into the monitor. Straight into there. the monitor, and then figure out the power can route down through whatever, and that'll actually go to um, one of the blocks, I think, that I've mounted nice. underneath. So it, it'll all eventually tuck up. I just need to figure out what's where, and then there's a, just a few cables that I just grab from the back, and that's it. Nice. Yeah, so I'm stoked. It's nice to have a... I mean, I've been working from a kitchen table for I know. Like when years. I finally redid the office, uh, or when I finally put myself into the garage, like yeah. after doing the, the garage remodel and stuff, having an actual external monitor, having an actual setup yeah. and real office furniture, it's kind of nice yeah. for that for that working from home experience. And I'm surprised I waited as long as I did to do it. I, I totally agree with you. I even got a chair. Like it's a yeah. real... But what's... I guess you could say I'm finally stepping up. 
Yeah. But what you got to do is wait till your desk chair starts to suck uh-huh. or the wheels start stop rolling. Then you upgrade to the inline skate wheels. What I want is the Herman Miller Aeron chair. You but can, what I do not want is the $2,000 price tag. You can find them on Craigslist. There's an, well, but you have to be kind of quick on it. But yeah. there's enough companies that are kind of ditching the the office environment right. and going to remote or whatever. There's an outlet over here. Or not yeah. an outlet, a recycler or there's, whatever. There's companies that specialize in buying yeah, them. But, but they're the still is, expensive. Exactly. Because yeah. they're buying them for pennies on the dollar and knowing they that they're... They want all their money. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, at any rate, it's, it's nice to have, to your point, to have sort of a dedicated... It's good, too, because I was always really bad about I would walk by my computer and at nine o'clock at night and go, oh, it's sitting here. I might as well yeah. check email or whatever. Now, I don't even take my computer out of the office. Nice. It sits there. I work. I do my work. I'm done. And when you're out of there, you don't think about yeah, it. I yeah. close the door. The only time I go back into that room is to put Ripley to bed because his crate's in there. Oh, and you tuck him in and check an email. Read an email. No, I don't. I, <laughs> the only thing that kind of sucks the monitor I have if the computer goes to sleep, it doesn't have that software persistence. You open it up. You still have to drag stuff back over. Oh. Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I apparently it's like a. it was one of the complaints people have with this monitor. Is but there the, a driver you can download? I don't know. I think there's a program you could get, Probably. but I don't care that much. Yeah. I mean. It's a minor inconvenience. Drag. It's not a big deal. But the, um, the keyboard, I have a wireless keyboard, wireless mouse that's on the one, uh, one USB thing yeah. instead of two. However, I did see this company that is there. They make Lego built keyboards. I've seen those. I've and they seen look kind of rad. But I don't know. But I don't know if it's rad enough that I want one. Oh. I do. I would like a nice mechanical keyboard. I don't care enough. I like. Like, I don't mind the tactile feedback, but like yeah. I, I bought a wireless mouse and keyboard. And it's like, well, my laptop has built in Bluetooth. So I can get the Bluetooth mouse right. and keyboard but that's way pricier way expensive yeah so i ended up getting the $20 logitech that's keyboard mouse combo with that little usb jack yep i got some g- generic yeah. it looks almost like a i wanted a 10 key and it looks almost like a mac one yeah but it's not and this one has a little usb dongle yeah, and that's exactly. plugged into the bottom of my monitor oh okay and then my monitor is usb c and my monitor is my power supply for my laptop oh nice so i only have one cable yeah. on the desk and it seems to work pretty good, but what's interesting is like I'll have microphone drop out randomly, and the microphone's oh, built into the monitor, so it's USB C. Everything's working except the the mic. But if I unplug the USB C cable into my laptop and plug it, it into a different USB C port, it works fine. That's weird. And and it, but it's never the same port, mm, so I can't right. tell if it's a port going bad or if it's some weird right. system logic. Like, I thought about putting the I have a Yeti microphone. Yeah, that's a USB. I thought about using that for my calls, but I don't care enough because I don't have external speakers either. Okay. Yeah. My monitor has the speakers in it. So it it sounds all right. It's better than the the laptop speakers, but it's not anything. I wouldn't listen to music on it. The monitor that I have is definitely a monitor. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's no, no speakers, but I did get, so I had that little, I think it was in here or in the bedroom. I had one of those, uh, or have one of those Amazon echo dots. Yeah. One of the older ones, but I use that and I just Bluetooth. I like to, I like kind of ambient music when I'm working. I have a Spotify or I have a Sonos speaker that I use to play Spotify in the garage. Exactly. So I have background noise. Yeah. So I just put that, I put, what I did was there's like a little cubby and I tucked it into the back of the cubby. Nice. So you don't even see it, but it amplifies it just enough. You get the reflection. Yeah. Yeah. You get a little bit better sound out of it and it's enough at low volumes that the quality is fine for low volume just like literal ambient music like uh yeah electronica stuff I and guess. this concludes the hour of 
office setup talk, <laughs> taxes talk, nerds, talk, the expense of costing cost of living increases. Oh God, I know. All right, well, all right, we talking about real stuff. Yes, let's go kick each other in the nuts or do something stupid. No way, man. I'm gonna go see some mariachis. I'm a sweet new shirt. Woot woot. All right, bro. Later. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>